I'm Dustin, the Night Norse God of Podcasts and Right Angles. I'm Sylvia, just plain old Sylvia. I'm Bob, as usual. <laughs> and this is... Movies Against Time! For talking! For the fugitive! You ruined Schindler's List! all Jackie Chan movies! Boogie Nights! Take Mama's house! This is Movies Against Time. This week's pick was my pick. And what Dustin. was it? <laughs> 1994's The Mask. And why did you pick this movie? I thought it was the Cher one. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because I love this movie. This is my favorite of those three big 1994 Jim Carrey movies. Which is weird. It's like no one's favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. I hated Dumb and Dumber. By Ace Ventura. Not a fan. Okay, then maybe me and you were weird. <laughs> dumb and Dumber gave me some chuckles, but it was a little too dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's not my favorite because it's funnier than those two. Yeah. That wouldn't be true. <laughs> those two are funnier movies. Dumb and Dumber, of course, has a way bigger hit rate than right. The Mask. I would argue, watching back this time, The Mask isn't super funny. I no, mean, it's, no, it's not loaded with comedy. No, it's... but what was amazing about it was it is a superhero movie. Yeah, it's kind of like the soft version of Deadpool. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a horror movie that became a comedy superhero movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. It looked amazing for 94. That's one it thing looking back amazing. today. Yeah, that's the Industrial Light and Magic. Was that them? Uh, George Lucas's special effects company that did this one. They actually saved money on special effects just for hiring Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think any other actor could have done that for them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He has rubber face. Yeah, yep. he does. Tons <laughs> of years practicing everything. in the mirror. <laughs> yep. I saw something with him recently that I'd never even heard of. What was that? Yeah. It's a TV show. There's one season of it called Duck Factory. The Duck Factory. Yeah, I never heard I've of never that. heard of that. It's from 1984. Hmm. He's huh. a cartoonist. It's like a workplace comedy where it's an animation studio that makes a cartoon. It has to be awesome. I believe every movie in 1984 has to be awesome because I was born. Why? It's a TV show. Our listeners can't hear you shaking Even your head, no. a TV show. It's awesome because it was the year I was born. True Everything's that. awesome. <laughs> you right. But yeah, I found we, we got a VCR because I wanted to do the home videos. And actually, mm-hmm. so I saw it was just a VCR tape with Jim Carrey on it, but I'd never seen it. Duck Factory it looks super young. It's not great. It's not good. I don't think Jim Carrey's a writer on it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why it's disappeared into obscurity. This is well before he got to be himself. Yeah. It has to start somewhere. So yeah, this one is a comic book movie from 94, but it's a dark horse comic. Yeah, the car- comics were incredibly dark. Yeah. <laughs> we have, was Deadpool dark horse? Nope, that's Marvel. Okay. So what do we have? We did want another movie that was one. Did we? Was it The Crow? I don't I'm think. Sure. I don't know if it was a comic, but I don't know if, yeah, it was, if it was that. But same, same feel. But no, some of the Dark Horse IPs that are out there is Tank Girl. Okay. Mystery Men, Ben Stiller. Duck Man, remember the show? Yeah. Yeah. One that's out that you love. It's into its second season. The Umbrella Academy. Yes. Resident Alien is a show that just came on. That's a Dark Horse property. I haven't heard of that one yet. Time Cop and Hellboy. Oh, yeah. 
time cop loved hellboy so yeah i mean they have some dope comics but the the mask was like you said it was gore fast yeah it was rough yeah (laughs) what's weird is they do have stuff from the comic in the movie yeah like the the mechanic shop right stanley ipkiss is the main character but only for the first half of the first that season. That mechanic shop, you know, yeah. that was the same firehouse from Ghostbusters? Yes. <laughs> I, I saw it. We saw it. And I'm yeah. like, does that look familiar to you? <laughs> I didn't even look minute. it up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I know where this is from. <laughs> we just did Ghostbusters. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> I thought that was kind of odd. Yeah. What I like it when we get connections, when we do things back to back. What are the yeah. odds we do two movies back to back and they both have one of the same locations? Yeah, the same fire. <laughs> yeah, that's... And not... In L.A. Yeah. <laughs> if it was like an L.A. spot, like, yeah, the odds are pretty good. Yeah. Did anybody find anything on the director of this one, Charles Russell? Only that he's the one that directed Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Yeah, Dream Warrior. So huh. that one. And that was one of my favorites out of their franchise. Actually, Dream Warriors is one of my favorites, yeah, too. Yeah, me too. I like that one. That one's good, because yeah. you can do whatever you want. <clears throat> you die. You do die. You do die, though. Were do... <laughs> you do everything you want except live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything you can imagine except stay alive the whole movie. Yeah. So they're going to do the mask like that because their franchise with the Nightmare on Elm Street was dying out. So they're going to do that with this one. But they decided comedy was the better. Yeah, they had such a huge hit with the Friday, you know, the Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street. Friday mm-hmm. on Elm Street. That was that was the idea of this of them starting up a horror. Mm-hmm. But once. Jim Carrey became on the board and got away from that real quick. Right. Yeah. And what's funny is they rewrote it when they even thought of Jim Carrey. So they yeah. rewrote it specifically for Jim Carrey. Right. And then Charles, the director, he gives it to him and he reads it. And he's like, feels like this is written for me. <laughs> <laughs> this was the second of the year of Jim Carrey. Right. Because right. in 94, you had Ace Ventura was first. Right. The Mask. Then Dumb and Dumber. Then Ace Ventura, Nature Calls. Yes. Right. So those four came out within like 15 months. Mm-hmm. He was a busy man that year. Yeah. This this was the movie that actually proved to Hollywood that he could act. Right. This because is... Ace Ventura wasn't... I mean, yeah, it was a huge success. Yeah. But the critics were not impressed. No, not at all. I was just watching Roger Roger, and e- Roger Ebert and Siskel's... Ebert and Siskel, Siskel and, and Ebert. Ebert. Damn it. <laughs> I was watching... <laughs> These two guys reviewed it. Yeah. So I was watching Sesame Street and Bert and Ernie were talking about it. Yes. That sounds better. Yeah, at this point. Um, but yeah, they both destroyed it. They hated Ace Ventura. And then they went on to do the mask and like apologized for the review. Yeah. Because yeah. they pretty much were like, this guy sucks. Yeah. But for so for the for Ace Ventura, he got paid four hundred thousand dollars. Right. For the mask, they paid him four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right. And then I think Dumb and Dumber he went up to seven well, million signed... dollars, didn't he? He signed the contract for this movie before Ace Ventura blew up. Right. Ace Ventura hadn't come out yet. Right. And they started filming The Mask. If he had waited, <laughs> if they had waited just long enough for yeah. this to blow up, he, he would have been in the million dollars. But here's the right? funny thing, is somewhere in between <clears throat> making The Mask and Ace Ventura, he wanted to make Dumb and Dumber. He went to New Line and offered yeah. to make it, but he wanted to get paid a million dollars. And they said no. Yep. <laughs> Seven days later, yep. Ace Ventura comes out, and they're like, "Hey, we'll do Dumb and Dumber with you for a million dollars." And he's like, "Yeah, seven million dollars." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> six days later, that's great. Yep. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm shocked that he didn't want to do the second one for the mask. I think they offered around ten million for that one. Yeah, and he just didn't want to do it. Yep, could have been sitting there four hours doing makeup every day. That is yeah, what did he well. say? He said he thinks he already brought everything he could to that character. Well, 
Nature Calls came out and he made a statement. He he got weird about it. He's like, I, at this point, I don't ever want to do a sequel. Yeah. yeah. So he just decided he wasn't doing sequels. And then that was when they came to him for The Mask 2. Yeah. No. I don't know. I think if somebody offered me $10 million to do but, a sequel, I would probably be saying yes. By then, $10 is cheap. Because yeah. he would go on then to do The Riddler, you know, with Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. $20 million yeah. Yeah. was his paycheck for that one. From 7 to 20. Because yep. it was the year of the carry. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know how, how much Milo is getting paid a week? No. Is it good? Is it lots? Well, it's pretty good for like a dog. I mean, yeah. he got paid 2000 a week. Oh, that's not bad. No, for sitting there wagging yeah. your tail, getting some treats. The uh, the owner actually treats. had a lot of hard times getting him roles. He has, if you look up his IMDb, you're going to see two credits. But he had worked in life. projects. He's uncredited in a bunch of stuff. But his problem was he was too big for roles and too small for certain roles. Yeah. He was like in that weird in-between. And then he got the mask, and then they started getting work. Yeah. Poor little Jack Russell. He didn't even, love his jumps. Jump, jump, jump. Dog, even the dog was improvising scenes in this movie. Yeah, yeah. he was. <laughs> the dog's fantastic in this movie. That awesome dog does baby. everything Although, you want the dog to do. Everybody you ask that was on the movie, ask about the dog, they'll say he was so hard to work with. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because he's... He was, they, they say he was not trained very well. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, why, that's why that scene where he's pushing the money back in the closet, the dog wasn't supposed to be involved at all. Yeah, I know that. He that... just forced himself into that scene. Mm-hmm. And then Jim Carrey, being so good at improv, he just like yeah. went with it. Picked yeah. him up by the frisbee and played it off like it didn't happen. Yeah, they say that, <laughs> that frustration that he was showing on camera during that scene. He said that, that was like real frustration. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I, I said that it wasn't really funny. That's a lie. There's going to be a few times. I'm going to imagine that made me laugh today yeah. time watching it through. When he first gets home, he throws a frisbee. Like, all of it. Like, all of it. You got to like it. And he smacked in the nose. It's yeah. so, so stupid, but so funny. This was Cameron Diaz's first movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. She'd only done modeling before this. Mm-hmm. She had to audition, what was it, 12 times? Yeah. <laughs> the studio really wanted Anna Nicole Smith. I know. I don't think she would. She wouldn't have been as good, I don't think. No, of course not. <laughs> She's another one. I don't think she... Was she even an actress? I think she was a playmate. I think she was just... Yeah. I think the only movie I've never liked her in is just something about Mary, but I think it's just I didn't like that movie. Oh, Cameron Diaz? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, once Charles saw her, the, the director, I'm going to call him Chuck because in all my notes I wrote Chuck Russell because that's how he's credited <laughs> in a lot of stuff. Yeah. So if it sounds like, like I know him real close, Chuck. yeah. He's my best friend. We call it, I can call him Chuck. <laughs> but uh, he, he refused to work with anyone but Cameron Diaz after seeing her. And he even yeah. went to the studio and was like, well, then I won't do the picture. I mean, she was good. She didn't really have a whole lot of talking roles in, or talking scenes in this movie. But no. They, she didn't need a huge few things amount. Here and there. It's a first film. They probably don't want to throw too much at her right away. And she's not yeah. even an actress. They had to go over her voice during that singing routine. That wasn't her singing. No, it was Susan no. Boyd. Jim Carrey actually did his own singing. Yep. <laughs> he, he got a... He did his own dancing, too. Yeah. <laughs> Which was pretty amazing. <laughs> Cameron I think he as loved well. Ricky Ricardo. Yeah, I yeah. feel like he stole that some club. stuff from Lucy and Ricky. You know that right club? There. What was the name of the club, though? Cocoboma. Cocobona nope. club? Something like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Coco Cocobongo. He owns that club. Yep. That's a real place you can go to. Looks just like it did in the movie. It's in Mexico. They do like Las Vegas type shows in it all the time. Yeah, I want to go there, right? <laughs> to, uh, Mexico? Yeah, I still have a honeymoon that I haven't gotten. <laughs> I don't know. It's Mexico. Yeah? Yeah. We're in America. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
It can it's happen. fine. It's easy to go back and forth. Is it? They do it all the time. Will I be able to get back? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. You have a birth certificate saying you're an American citizen. I think you can get back. I haven't seen that thing in 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> so we open up on Edge Shitty. Edge Shitty? This doesn't sound like a place I want to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a bad place. No, Edge City. Right. It's like a... Online, they say it's a matte painting the way they do it, but there's cars driving on this, the road. It's not a matte yeah. painting. I mean, unless it they might cut be out. Like overlaid, yeah. Right. Maybe. It's somewhere it just in looks Los like Angeles. a dirty city. Yeah. yeah. It looks like clean it looks like Gotham. like Jersey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a Viking scene at first that got yeah. cut. That would have been the first thing we see it was the Vikings rolling up on the shore <sighs> and burying the mask. I feel like that would have been better because you're trying to figure out. Why he's saying the mask was originated from Loki later on in the movie with the doctor and stuff like that. And it doesn't really make sense. There's no reason to have that part in it at all because the first part wasn't there. Yeah. It would have been cool to have the Vikings. It wasn't a whole lot. I mean, they just, they roll up, they bury it. They have a little joke of, it's Eric the the Red or or Leif Erikson. Mm Mm-hmm. They're like, you just found a new world. Don't you want to name it? No, leave it to the Italians. This land is cursed now. And they <laughs> leave. Of course, America is named after Amerigo Vespucci. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you guys had watched it? Long, long time. About six years ago, I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah, probably longer than that for me. Probably at least 10. <sighs> it was a while for me. <laughs> I thought the diver really was dead and floating yeah. when he jumps in the water. This movie's, no. what, 25, 26 years old now, something like that? I was trying to figure out why they didn't make it look more like a person, because it was just irritating me at that part, why he'd be jumping in the water when there's nothing in there. I bet you on VCR, though, back in the day, it looked Maybe like a person. It, like <laughs> it kind of had to shape a little bit. Yeah. But so we get the diver scene where they're like doing some kind of work underwater. We've got another one coming. Shut up. Hold on one second. Yeah. <laughs> is that diver dead? Are we to assume he's dead? I would imagine so. Yeah, I think that was, was a pretty good, was it? Pipe that broke? That yeah, if he head? didn't get eliminated right there, I mean, Jim Carrey never would have found the mask. The diver would have had it. It would have been a different movie altogether. That's true. <laughs> movie about swimming. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's dead then. Yeah, it's safe to say. Because yeah. it feels like he finds the mask that night. That was a pretty big pipe that fell on him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> This movie does have a body count of three. Yeah. Four if you count Peggy. Mm. She was supposed to get grinded up, yep. I believe. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. I don't think I would have missed seeing that happen to her. <laughs> first time I watched this, that was my first lesson, that pretty women can hurt you. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's they said that, that's a cool turn. They do set her up to be the the, the love interest. Yeah. yeah. You got Cameron Diaz. You got T, or is it Tina? Yeah. Clearly working with the mob. I completely forgot that she betrayed him. Yeah. I totally forgot until I watched the movie again. I was like, oh, damn, I remember that. Did it hurt just the same? (laughs) Just as much, yeah. Yeah. It stings, man. Pretty (laughs) women can hurt you. I immediately started wrecking my brain trying to remember remember if he ended up with Cameron Diaz or her at the end. (laughs) In the comics, I think, I don't know if her name is Tina in the comics, but in the comics, like I said, Stanley Ipkiss doesn't last the first book. Yeah. <laughs> he dies halfway through and she's the one that kills him. What I'm excited about and I wish they had done was Lieutenant Kellaway. 
he's the one that dons the mask after Ipkiss. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he goes on his own rampage against criminals and then eventually cops. He's great in this. Yeah, he was good. You remember him from a movie we just did? Mm-hmm. Which one was that? That's Peter Reigert. He was in Oscar. He was the guy throwing the, oh, yeah, yeah, the hats. Yeah. Yep, yep. I think when we did Oscar, I said, the only thing I know this guy from is the mask. <laughs> but he's great. He's a, he was in a show with Seth Rogen and Giovanni Ribisi, I think it is. Yeah. Called Dads. It, it only lasted like a season, but I watched every episode of it. I liked it. I'm not one of the ones that didn't watch it. <laughs> it was good. I'm not sure I even heard of that. <laughs> it's funny. It, it's Seth Rogen and Gio... I hate that guy. The guy's name is so long. <laughs> Seth Rogen and that other guy <laughs> that is the bad guy in Ted are like roommates and their dads move in. Their dads okay. are these old and Peter Rygert is, is Seth's dad, I think. <laughs> a lot of stuff about them complaining about them being there and the dad's like, what? If, if you can't pee it off, it stays. <laughs> it's a good show. Guess you had to be there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you had to be on set. <laughs> Do you play a Super Nintendo game? The mask? No. Oh, I, I did. heard of it. Never, never got a chance to play it. I completely forgot that it existed. Yeah. Until he squeezes the horn at that car. Yeah, and it immediately brought back all the memories because that's that's your move <laughs> in the mask. You got that. You got the guns that yeah. he pulls out. All the guns at the end. Yeah. I didn't even know they made a game for it. It's good. <laughs> I heard of it. I can't say I remember ever seeing any of it. So some of the every movie we look at, there's always going to be like twelve different names that were thought of for the role. But I just wrote down, just I picked randomly and like made a movie because we got Matthew Broderick as Stanley Ipkiss. Yeah. Anna Nicole Smith as Tina. <laughs> Richard Gere as Lieutenant Kellaway. And Jack Nicholson as Dorian Teller. Yeah, that could be good. That's a whole different movie. Know. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> Matthew Broderick. I would like to see Nicholas Cage as it. Matthew Broderick. Nicholas Cage comes could off. do it. Yeah, that was one to... that they were going to have. Matthew Broderick always seems to come off timid. Yeah. Matthew fucking boring. I mean, he would he would fit in in the beginning part before he got the mask. But after he got the mask, when he livens up, I, yeah. I can't see Matthew. You don't, you don't got it. I can't see him doing that. You have to have a stand in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be like Dorian. Movie. When Dorian puts on the mask, his neck becomes like <laughs> the size of a tree trunk. Yeah, it does might not have been look good. like the same if, yeah. <laughs> if they did decide to go the dark route with the movie, I think it could have been Martin Short. Something about Martin Short, I could... I could Easily see him doing some type of evil role. <laughs> I don't know something, something about him. He's, I mean, he's a comedy actor, but I want to see him doing something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then again, like you said, Dorian Gray would be Jack Nicholson. I think he'd be perfect with that. Yeah. If they went the dark route. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I hated Charlie every time I watched it. This time. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, I thought he was so cool. Yeah. Richard <laughs> Jenny's character, his right. friend Charlie there. No, he's just annoying. Work, yeah. Work friend, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Yeah. He's at the bank. We get that scene with him and, and Maggie mm-hmm. where he got the tickets for her and she plays them and makes it so that she can take both tickets for her and her friend. That yeah. was just lousy. Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> There's an extended version of that too online I saw. Does he take the tickets back? <laughs> no, no. They go through like, well, I can try to get another one. I had to sell my stereo basically for these. and <laughs> he He like... I don't know. It's just it's just a longer back and forth than it needed to be. That one made sense that they cut it down. If they did do a remake of this movie and decided to go that dark route, would you want to see it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Big time. Because this this would be one I think would be prime for that. 
Yeah. Would this be the same thing with like Matilda if they could go dark route with that one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt. That woman was terrifying in that movie. (laughs) So we meet Charlie. Well, we meet Stanley, of course, at the bank. But Charlie pops up. Ooh, brutal when she takes the tickets and kind of just starts to suck. (laughs) I don't know. He he describes it. I saw an interview. And he's he's like describing his character. He's like, you know, Stanley's like the the nerd, the the introvert. Charlie's the cool guy. <laughs> no, he's not. Was he though? Not. <laughs> he was the friggin' coat man when Cameron Diaz came in. Oh my god! And Here. that smelling oh. the coat. I was like, he <laughs> yeah. smells his girlfriend's undies. Yeah, she's undies. <laughs> I mean, everyone saw you smell that coat. That is a busy bank. <laughs> yeah. It's actually the only times it seems like there's people in the city of Edge. Yeah, it's when you're bank. in the bank or in the Coco Bongo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Otherwise, they do not yeah. exist. Every time he's on a street, it is a barren street. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I hated two lines he says right right here in the beginning. The when he's talking about the Coco Bongo, I hate him saying Coco Bongo. I hate him saying only the creme de la creme need apply. <laughs> and then when oh my god, when can when when <clears throat> Tina walks in, hold the phone, killer, three o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I wish Stanley just backhands him right when he says it. And then killer at three o'clock, and then they proceed to stare twelve o'clock down right in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Never turn to three o'clock. Yeah, her opening scene was they didn't even show her face, they just zoomed right in on her chest. Yeah. <laughs> and then panned up. <laughs> Kinda like Con Air and they zoomed in on his hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. She they zoomed in on her her, her m- mullet. No yeah. wait. Yeah, that's not <laughs> No. <laughs> you know how women's boobs are kind of like Nicolas Cage's mullet? Oh. Oh, I s- no. What? I'd like you to explain that in detail. <laughs> <laughs> Take us down that broken path your brain just made. <laughs> so she starts talking to Stanley about that. I like the, the loan stuff. I don't know. He, I thought he was full on just normal before he puts the mask on, but he's doing some Jim Carrey in here. Yeah. Like with the tie. with the... Couldn't shut the drawer to his desk. Yeah, yeah. Putting the pen in, the pencil sharpening. Sharpening the pen. Yeah. I don't think I got that the first time I watched it. The pen joke in the, in the pencil mm. sharpener, because I don't really? think I knew what a pencil sharpener was the first time I watched it. <laughs> yeah. I, I dressed up as the mask for a costume party. Oh, yeah. A, an actual dance contest costume party and won. <laughs> Did you now? Yep. Because it wasn't about who was the best dancer. It was about who was dancing the longest. Oh, (laughs) you had the energy. Yeah. And my dance was weird. (laughs) But I had a big green head on and a big poofy. I was the Cuban Pete mask. (laughs) Chick, chicky, boom. The prize was a large plastic candy cane full of (laughs) M&Ms. So. Good reason to dance. Big time. Yeah. And I got that. I took that one home, baby. Yeah. I think our Babs would have taken it home, too. She would have won that. <laughs> She's got the camera in the purse. I didn't catch the camera in the purse first time, either, I don't think. No. Nope. I caught that, but I was trying to figure out if she had a headphone on. Yeah, because he sounds... We cut to Dorian, played by Peter Green. He's like, move it over a little bit. Yeah, more. he says a little to the right now, and it moves a little to the right. Yeah. But I didn't <clears throat> see a headpiece, no. so I was very confused. He starts talking to... Uh, Freeze is the character's name. He's played by Reg E. Just Reggie? Reg E. <laughs> Kathy, I believe, is the name. Reg is the first name. R-E-G. <laughs> Middle name starts with an E. His last name is Kathy. I would just call him Reggie. Yep, Reggie. We'll call him Reggie. 
but Freeze, he's kind of a weird character in this one. The Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you think you can do it? You're talking to the Doctor. <laughs> that was a weird choice. Hopefully he doesn't double back on that later on in the movie. <laughs> he's talking about how you don't get anything past this town without Nico knowing about it. Nico's Dorian's boss. Orestis. I think it's Orestis. Orestis Matasina. So Nico. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's weird though, because he's holding a picture of Nico. But when you look at the picture, it looks like, like an acting eight by ten headshot. Yeah. He like burns the holes in his eyes. Why does he have that picture of Nico? It's like a black and white. The only thing I can think of is he has this picture in the In the club? Yeah, because, because he, he owns it. Yeah. I was thinking that too. But it's a black and white headshot with him holding I don't know. This guy's some kind of mob boss. He who knows what kind of quirks he's got. Yeah. <laughs> Dorian and Nico are like not in the same movie everybody else is in. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah. They're not in a comedy. No. No, not at all. Even Dorian, uh, the actor, Peter Green, when he's when he's interviewing in that thing I was watching the behind the scenes, everybody else is having fun with it, joking like, yeah, I'm Stanley, blah, blah, blah. Here's a joke. Honk, 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 bang, bang. It's all fun and games. And then it cuts to him, and he's like, my name's Peter Green. My character's name is Dorian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's just straight-faced. Like, okay. The only time he played into any of it was the part where Jim Carrey was he was accepting the award. Mm-hmm. Like, for when he was acting like he got killed. Yeah, he starts fixing his hair because people are seeing him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the only time he really played into it at all. Un- until he got the mask himself, of course. But And even then, he was just him. No, it wasn't him. Well, it kind of... Physically a different person. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was a different but it, actor. But he wasn't, like, doing anything funny or anything. He was... Yeah. Just straight up wanting to kill people. <laughs> there is Except one... that jo- last kiss thing. That's funny. Yeah. I don't think they meant for it to be funny, but it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nico and Dorian are actually, like, scary, it seems like. Yeah. But this same year, Pulp Fiction came out. Peter Green's in that one, too. As Zed, the pawn shop owner that rapes Marcellus Wallace. Right. Uh, So he was already playing a pretty different character that year. Yeah. wonder if that was before or after this. I don't know. He had problems with drugs, unfortunately. So he, his career kind of took a dive. He, although in 2007, remember we saw the video today. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. He's spotted in L.A. There was a street fight going on. Two women just beating the hell of each other. Cops standing there not doing anything. All of a sudden, you hear from outside the camera, Stop fighting! Stop fighting! And there's like 53-year-old Peter Green rolls up with a huffy bike or like a, like a mountain bike. <laughs> Big bald spot on the top of his head. Just starts ripping them apart. Don't touch her! Get off! Get off! And he starts yelling at the cops. What the fuck are you doing? You break this up! And just walks off. Well, and that's the last thing he's been in. <laughs> At least he went out with a heroic bang. Yeah, yeah. Now he's still kicking. He just, I think he still does things here and there. Seems to me like most of these people that disappear from acting always wind up with another job, still in the same industry. Yeah, like they're producer. They're turning into producers or writers or, or directors and all this other such things. He's probably still around doing something. Yeah. <laughs> the, I think we cut from the bank sh- scene to the mechanic. To get his car. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Did we ever see what his real car looked like? Because I don't feel like we did. We find out what it is, but we never see it, I don't think. It's an 89 Civic, they say. 
Okay. Hey, Bob. Yeah. yeah. You know what, <laughs> what is it, Bob? <laughs> you know what the car he was driving was? No, we waited for you. 1951 Studebaker champion. Yep. Actually, no. Actually, they're both wrong because it's two different model cars. It's three different cars. What? I saw two. <laughs> Nobody can answer what model it is because it was pieced together by several vehicles. There are parts on it. Shows details of three different models of Studebaker from 1951. One is from a 51 Studebaker Commander, another Studebaker Champion, and another Studebaker Land Cruiser. So it's got parts from all three of those vehicles on the same car. <laughs> Just to make it look <laughs> yeah, the so worst. it's a weird little lemon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the worst lemon I've ever seen. Yeah, he gets railroaded in that mechanic. Sign here. Push hard. There's no price. There will be. Yeah. No! Don't sign that paper! <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a second opinion. Do not touch my car. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I came in for an oil change. <laughs> yeah. Tell me I need a transmission and everything else. <laughs> Which seems about right. I mean, that's that's pretty much how mechanics operate. <laughs> get him the loner. Yeah. That's why I don't want to go to the mechanic. I don't think they even I don't think there's anybody that even does that anymore with loners. Pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure insurance companies kind of killed that. When, Honda still does yeah, it. Honda yeah. will do it. Deal, yeah. Dealerships maybe, yeah. He yeah, rolls, they have those dealer plates you they put on cars, and that's like their insurance is already maxed on that. Yeah, they're really good about that. Yeah, well, they're charging you yeah four grand to change a tire. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still appreciate having a car if I have to let it sit there, not having to go to a different place, just rent a, it out, just pay a for basic it. Basic service like an oil change at a dealership's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, especially Honda, <laughs> they rip you. Speaking of which, our sponsor this week, Honda. <laughs> Drive smart. Yeah. He rolls up to the club in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sounds. I think there's even a fart sound effect as it pulls Everybody's up. Everybody's looking. Yeah, all everyone. The whole crowd's like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been like, ew, a car. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene of. That's another extended scene. In, in, in the extended version, I watched. He they're they're waiting there in line. No one's coming, and Stanley's like, we got to get out of here. They're not going to let us in. And then Charlie's like, well, how much money do you have? Quick, how much money do you have? And he's like, $60. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. And that's when we see him bribe the bouncer to get in. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, Bobby, with the money. It's, it's Stanley's money. Yeah. That makes sense. He's like and a pushover. I'm sure Stanley still didn't get in. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it continues on from the way it was. Yeah. It's funny, too, because he kind of turns around and gloats for a second. He's like, I'll see you guys inside. <laughs> and then turns back and he's locked in. Oh. Yeah, if he hadn't done that little hesitation, he might have got in. I feel like that's a reason he didn't get in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was his money. That would have been better if they left that part in. Mm-hmm. That was his money, but... Bouncer catches him crossing the rope, tosses him into the puddle. Mm-hmm. You don't go past the rope. Yeah, nobody crosses the rope. Those were prostitutes Charlie had, right? I'm pretty sure no woman would go near Charlie with a 10-foot <laughs> pole. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure we were all on the same page with that. Just sure. Let's just say hired dates. Yeah, <laughs> where he gets up. How can it get any worse than this? Oh, car runs by. <laughs> this is like the lowest day for him. Unless it's, we're to believe his whole life is like this. <laughs> but he seems to take it all in such stride that like he's used to it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, like this is a normal day for Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> this is how his life is. Every day he's just basically getting shit on. <laughs> nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm. His boss at the bank giving him crap all the time. Oh, yeah, Mr. Dickey. Yeah. I like that he had finally stood up for himself near the end with that. I call your daddy and tell him you're using this bank as your own personal piggy bank. Yeah. 
Or should I call the IRS and see if we can set up a vacation for you at Club Fed? <laughs> Not even trying to hide it. Just as loud as possible. Yeah. Dead smack in the middle of the bank. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot where I heard that from because I've done the Club Fed. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that somewhere else, but yeah. it might have, this might be the source. I don't know. It, it has to be. Other people may have mimicked it somewhere else. Who knows? <laughs> they they copied so much stuff in this movie. Yeah. Like when he first turns into the mask, that spinning thing, that's Tasmanian Devil right there. Oh, well, that's <laughs> not really copy. It's in your face. There's a, pi- yeah, yeah. There's a pillow with Tasmanian Devil right in front yeah. of him while he's doing it. Hitting on Cameron Diaz in the park was Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. You got Tex Avery, the wolf. Right, right, right. Bugs Bunny when he's dying for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bugs Bunny one. I would Sa- say a little Sally- bit. Sally Field. Yeah. Her award acceptance speech. You like me. You really like me. What about the roadkill one? When he goes flat, would you say? That's Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Maybe. I, I don't know. I was kind of thinking like Wiley Coyote. Wiley Coyote's Coyote. what I was thinking yeah. too. <laughs> just, I'm staying in Looney Tunes. Yeah. I didn't recognize the Sally Field one right away. No. Just felt like a goofy thing he was doing. Yeah. So he meets Tina there. She gets out of the car. He has that little back and forth. They pull immediately pull his car up. They know his car. Ballet. Yeah. yeah. Get this thing out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I would do anything to own that dress. The Beetlejuice dress she's wearing? I love that dress. <laughs> yeah. I had one, but I ripped it. Uh, you, can't, you can't do the splits in those types. I was trying to do the splits. <laughs> this is when he's driving on that bridge. Yes. And the car breaks down. Everything falls off the car. Yeah, kicks the bumper and everything fell apart. Fenders. That's <laughs> another thing everything. that I've referenced and not known where I knew it from. Unless that's just a copy from a cartoon thing. Because all the time I'm saying, like, it's, you know, Macho kicks the car or someone kicks a car. And I'm like, be careful. Tires fall off. Doors fall off. Yeah. I've, I've seen that in a few different places. It's hilarious, though. It's funny every time. Yeah. They did that thing in Top Gear once. And it had to be set up. It was a set up scene in that show, Top Gear. The British one. Oh, okay. The short guy. I forget his name. But he kicked his car and a whole kinds of crap just fell off. <laughs> <laughs> the cops wouldn't just let him go, right? When he said, my mask! Found it! Yeah. He wouldn't just get let go. Just walking around in the river. Maybe. I don't know. Cops are kind of funny. You got to catch them on the right side of the, when they get up on the right side of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you don't give them a reason and you just leave the area they want, they'd rather not have that much paperwork unless they have to. Right. Yeah. That's true, too. God knows with the mob running the city, they already got enough headaches. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, they have no one in the streets to worry about. Yeah. So <laughs> they were going to go swimming anyway. And apparently, they are some pretty incompetent cops. Yeah. He ends up back at his apartment or, you know, the apartment building. Going up the stairs, we meet Mrs. Peenman. That always felt weird to me. And after seeing the like the deleted scenes, it makes perfect sense. But when when she's like, "Do you have any idea what time it is?" and he's like, "No, actually, I don't." Like, what is that? It felt weird. He over delivers that. Yeah. Yeah. In the deleted scenes, the cops bring him home, drop him off in front of the building. He gets out. Those thugs that he's messing with with the balloon animals, mm-hmm. they rob him. They start pushing him around, take his watch. He tries to give him the mask because he has no money because he gave Charlie his money. They take his watch and he goes inside and that's when we see Mrs. Peenman. So when he's saying, no, actually, I don't have the time. Because he just got robbed. Yeah. That makes more sense. And it also makes the later scene so cool when they say, hey, bub, got the time? And he goes, actually, cubby, I do. (laughs) Because it's payback. Mrs. Peenman is unbearable. That scene made, gave me flashbacks of another one of his movies. The one where he made the monkey come out of the guy's butt. 
<sighs> was it Bruce Almighty? Bruce Almighty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the gang robbing him in an alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anal dwelling butt monkeys. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Yep. <laughs> we get to see all his Looney Tunes stuff in his apartment. His apartment's yeah. great. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> and we do kind of get it set up a little bit in the bank, too. When he opens his drawer, there's like cartoon stuff in the drawer. Was there? I didn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that above his bed, he has Porky Pig, and I think it's... It's not Daffy Duck. Which is the black duck? Daffy Duck. That's Daffy. Yeah. Is it Daffy Duck? Yeah. Yep. Why was I think? Who am I thinking? That's the white duck. That Donald. Donald. Okay, so I did get it right. Just I don't see it in color. Them. I just see in ducks. So. In ducks. So it's hard for me. Well, even if you saw it in a black and white, they're still just one's black, one's white. Yeah. <laughs> they are kind of I just mean, inverted ducks. Yeah. Just watching the cartoons, playing with Milo. My favorite mm-hmm. little thing there, where he smacks himself in the face with the frisbee. <laughs> Milo's great. He does the head cock to the side thing. He does everything, even when he's pulling the keys off the guard. That was my favorite scene with the dog. Yeah, that's when the best was, acting in the movie. Me, <laughs> he grabbed the cheese and he's like, no, the keys. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's getting the keys and the guard started to, started to move a little bit and he just stopped. Yeah, eyes locked on him. Yeah. Slow. Pulled him out and he kind of stayed for just a second. Looking, make sure he didn't wake up, and, yeah. and then went. That was pretty good. And the best acting in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. We get that Dr. Freeman on the TV. Yeah. Talking about his book, We All Wear Masks, mm. or The Masks We Wear. I don't think he needed to be in the movie at all. <laughs> Mr. Stein? Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't understand the appeal he had in the like 80s and 90s. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta put him in your movie because he'll do this same droning voice and has <laughs> yeah. no depth. Yeah, so he's there. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. Didn't really help one way or the other. No. <laughs> it didn't even make sense. I, did- I would take that whole scene out. Least favorite scene. <laughs> Why did he go to his office? That too. It's so clear he's talking metaphorically. Yeah. Stanley even says it in the mirror. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> he knows it's a metaphor. No. Why did he go there? But this he did is... seem to know stuff about masks, and on the wall behind him was a bunch of masks. He did. He showed him the mask, and he's like, "Oh yeah, fourteenth or fifteenth century." Yeah, yeah. Like so, clearly you know about masks. Right. It so would have just made more sense if the start of it was with the Vikings. Yeah, that would have told us the information that we got from Ben Stein. He puts the mask on. That's great. The, the lightning and thunder, the clouds coming through. Yeah. I still don't understand why he did that. I wouldn't go near that mask with a 10-foot pole if it shimmered green and tried to pull my face. Well, I was going to say, the shimmering green's one thing. When it tried to suck onto your face. Yeah, that's... yeah and he pulled back and he's like, what the hell? Yeah, right. <laughs> it had to be something that gives you the lore that you need it. Kind of like the precious oh, Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who knows? I might have had some kind of pull toward him like that. Yeah. I would not do it unless I saw someone else do it and saw what happened. Then I would I mean, he for tried sure to, throw that mask on my face. He tried to throw it out the window and it came back. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so there's something a little extra about it. <laughs> Immediately gets into a zoot suit. <laughs> Some of the stuff he does as the mask is just, it's not funny so much as just trying to have a catchphrase, it feels like. Yeah. Like, smoking. Yeah. What is that? Is that a joke? Is that a punchline? Did we laugh? Do you remember I if the theaters it's... laughed? Just trying to say how good looking he is with a little extra. Yeah. <laughs> P-A-R-T-Y. Because I gotta. <laughs> I did like how do. 
feel like I might start using how, how do again. <laughs> he does it twice. I didn't even notice that one. Yeah, when he gets out of the limo, he immediately just like, how do? When he's got like the hat on, he's stepping out in front of the same crowd that just ailed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And later on, he's he does it with, I think, Cameron when she's tied up. He just gets right up behind her. How do? What is that? <laughs> I think it's how do you do? Yeah. It's just another one of those. What was he yelling when he was in Cable Guy? Cobbly Goobla! <laughs> just like the way he just, word association. Yeah, he was a lot darker character in Cable Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still I didn't good, like that though. movie either. Huh? I didn't like Cable Guy either. That was his first supposed flop. That was the one that came out after, I think, The Riddler. Or, you know, Batman. But it did $60 million. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, it was a profit yeah it, it wasn't, wasn't a necessarily flop. a flop but people yeah. just weren't ready for him to be the antagonist i don't think i think yeah. it was between that one and what was the name of the one where he's stuck on the tv truman show yeah, yeah. those that, are the two least favorites that was just on tv the other night i like truman show i didn't like it i didn't like 23 the number 23 yeah that was too much i didn't mind him so much in that one i think number 23 is when he lost me even Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Truman Show, 23, Eternal Sunshine. All, all of those were think... ones where I think he was trying to get away from more of the slapstick stuff. Yeah. I think Truman Show was good. I think that that showed that he could act. I mean, yeah. he got the Golden Globe for that one and, and Man on the Moon, I think. Did he? Yeah. Man on the Moon was a good movie. I think when he tries to go way too psychological, like number 23 and Eternal yeah. Sunshine. Like Truman Show, it's it's... Kind of a psychological concept, but you get it. You can wrap your mind around it. Right. The other stuff, it's like you have a hard time understanding what you're even... At, at the end of the movie, what the hell did I just watch? At the time when the Truman Show came out, I think that was something that was somewhat possible. That, that yeah. could happen to somebody. Nowadays, I don't think that could happen. There's Nowadays, it is much, everyone. Well, yeah. It's real. It's, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. We did it to ourselves. People, yeah, people are doing it to themselves now. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you, you could have like that kind of show where the person doesn't know about it. Yeah. They had one. There's just too much in the media now. It was like 2002 or 2001. It had come out. It was like Joe Schmo was the name of it. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, that's what that was pretty much. Yeah. He knew he was on a reality show. Yeah. But he didn't know that he was the only real person on this reality show. Yep. All the other contestants were actors. Mm. So yep. he was the only one. And it, there's the big quote from it or the big like audio drop is just him. What is going? Because he's so confused because everyone's so... I don't know. I just... Like, Vision's the same concept, basically. And I like that one. It's a superhero one, but... I think I've seen that one. I'm thinking the wrong name. The... the, It's about WandaVision? Yes, WandaVision. Like, it's the same concept, but I love that. Yeah, that's good. But I don't... But I never liked the Truman Show. I like it. It might be (laughs) one of my picks soon, so... (laughs) And the other one you guys mentioned, I never saw. Eternal Sunshine? Yep. Don't even know what it's about. That was kind of a weird one. Yeah, we might watch it. It's, he, is it they break up and he goes and has his memory erased that she existed? Yeah, something along those lines. And then he starts to fall in love with her again, but she remembers? Yeah. Something like that. I I don't, honestly, dude, I watched the movie twice. It's, and sitting here right now, I couldn't explain it to you. I think I'm missing a big part of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was the problem I had with that movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird one. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to watch it again and like forcibly make myself focus on what's exactly is happening. Yeah, 
It's like, like that movie, The Butterfly time. Effect. You kind of got to watch it twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I hated The Butterfly Effect. I liked too. The Butterfly Effect. Nope, hated it. Wow. We have I'm learning a lot tastes. about you. In movies. Next time I get married, I'm going to check movies they like. That's when he meets those burglars for the real version that we see in theaters. Yes. Or burglars, the thugs, makes him follow him into that alley after he gives an atomic wedgie to the one guy. He's doing the balloon animals. Yes. That bit. And he turns it into a gun. Yeah. I never got the condom joke. For sure. Never got it. <laughs> like ever until this time. Sorry, wrong pocket. Oh, yeah. That was ad-libbed. He, he did yeah. that himself. <laughs> it was a wet condom, too. <laughs> yep. It must have just flew by me. <laughs> I guess that's a bad balloon. <laughs> well, how happy the dude is that gets the first balloon. I know. I know. <laughs> In the middle of robbing somebody. Oh, is that for me? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have much of a childhood. The guy, the guy got the second balloon almost cried. Yeah. He turned it into a dog and said, oh, he was right. <laughs> I don't know who he's doing like what what's he doing when he does the mask i don't know it's just his own voice yeah he's kind of like bouncing through different types of characters i thought maybe i could figure out if it was like a certain character he was emphasizing on when he's just talking as when he pulled the tommy gun out he reminded me of the mafia guys from one of the bugs bunny cartoons yeah he throws it to the side and you hear the cat i fucking always laugh at that i don't know why <laughs> every movie every show everything that does the bit where they throw something to the side off camera and you hear it always gets me he said he was trying to make the mask kind of how he sees his father oh okay it's father inspired him for that character yeah his father must have been off <laughs> a, the wall <laughs> interesting dad you have there <laughs> that yellow zoot suit was something he did what was it his mother made for him yeah, he did stand-up. It, was, it was reminiscent of something his mother yeah. made for him when he was doing stand-up. Yeah. If you watch his early stand-up, he does it in zoot suits. Yep. <laughs> I wish they would go back into fashion. I love those days. This is one of those movies that amazes yeah. me how much the movie actually changes from what was written to the final product based solely on the actor. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it's it wasn't like, for him, this was going to be their follow-up yeah, to their Nightmare gonna, on Elm Street. It was going to be a horror movie. Yeah. And it, and like so many aspects of it, the zoot suit, all kinds of stuff, basing the character on his father. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as he came on board, it's like he owned the movie. It's like <laughs> the soul just, of the movie yeah. wouldn't have been there. Yep. The music's great. Watching it back, I forgot how much I liked the yeah. music. Hey, Pachuco. <laughs> that stuff's yeah. awesome. Yep. I don't know. We're watching this. All it made me want to go do is go watch I Love Lucy. <laughs> yeah. That's all I kept oh, yeah. thinking about. I need to Rick, go watch. Ricky's Club? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big I Ricky loved vibes. It. <laughs> what was it? Oh, I can't remember the name of the club in I Love Lucy. Um, it Tropicana or something? Yeah. Tropicana, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's as soon as, as, soon as I seen the, like, them start dancing and the way that the way the stage stepped up. Mm-hmm. It immediately made me think of that, too. Yeah. He doesn't go to the... Does he go to the club that first night? Or he goes to the mechanics again, and that's when he it's time for an overhaul. <laughs> Hold on to your lug nuts, boys. That's pretty gruesome. Mm-hmm. Shoves mufflers up both their asses. <laughs> like, They're petunias. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Can't say the other one on the podcast. My bad. When did we stop saying that? It's a petunia. About 10 seconds ago. I, I didn't see him <laughs> do that with a petunia. I saw him shove <laughs> exhausts up the rectums of two men. 
like my words so much better. <laughs> yeah, but did, did was that said? Did they actually say Petunia? No. Okay. But that is a nice <laughs> ladylike way to say it. So it should be the I'm going to shove these exhaust pipes up your Petunia. <laughs> I feel like I it know. looks better. That sounds like what he's saying in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Petunia. He just starts going. Yeah. <laughs> he wakes up. It's like all a dream. It didn't happen. Right. Thank like, oh, God it was God. a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on the door. There's Peter Rigert, Lieutenant Kellaway, questioning him. Oh, we didn't even talk about Mrs. Peenman. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. He looks right at the camera. Shh. And just drops the most obnoxious <laughs> alarm clock. Yeah, the alarm clock was alive, running away from him. Yeah. That's a big part of the game, too. You got to smash alarm clocks. <laughs> I like it when they break. What is it? The third law? Fourth wall. For, fourth. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that is. When he looks at the camera, talks to the audience. It's a big Deadpool thing. Yeah. I don't think Deadpool would be as cool as it was if the mask didn't exist. I feel like some of that came from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's about, yeah. I'm telling you, he was the possible. soft version of the mask, of yeah. the Deadpool company. When, when Son of the Mask, which we don't really need to talk about, Ever. came around, <laughs> one of the ideas they had for that role was Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yeah. Wow. He would have been good. It, anything it might have been, been a better movie anything <laughs> you could have hired that cowboy silhouette that sits on the side of buildings <laughs> and that would have been a better mask better son of the mask son of the mask yeah <laughs> i don't think it's jimmy kennedy's fault he got stuck with a really bad movie i think yeah he questions him about where he was and he says i think he has an inner ear and can't hear nothing mm. is that a fact huh <laughs> He's kind of goofy in this. He's playing goofy. Peter Rigert. Yeah. Like, that's that's impossible. Those pajamas are impossible. What about his partner? Doyle? God. Doyle! The most incompetent cop in the history of cops. Yeah. <laughs> he has an ungay. All right, have fun. <laughs> Good luck. Cracking the case. A lot of those lines stuck with me. Cracking yeah. the case. Killer at three o'clock. The Coco Bongo. Only the creme de la creme. There's so many... Annoying C sentences in this movie. <laughs> Is it just me? Am I the only one making this connection that they have that a lot? Yeah. I, I mean, the whole movie was that. I don't know if it was just C sentences, but there was all everything was just like one liners. It was a lot of like yeah, one-liners. But I'm talking about the specific like cluck in the mouth, the good luck, you know, <laughs> cracking the case. I don't mind those. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily clock. picked up on that. <laughs> I feel like even Nico, when he's about to crack that or crack Dorian in the face with the golf club, says something that's annoying like that. I don't remember what he said there. The cops saying you're running your something out of the Coco Bongo kills my game. Kill you too, or so. I, I I know he does. I'm, I'm trying to run it back in my head. That's not how it works. So which one of which one of his guys do you think went back and told Nico? Freeze. That Dorian was doing this. You think? Well, yeah. Because Freeze is the one that's questioning him, right? Yeah, what do you mean? He... Ain't nothing go behind his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> or do you think it was Sweet Eddie? I think he's too... Sweet? Dumb. <laughs> Sweet Eddie's the one with the long blonde hair. Yeah. Orlando is the one with Cal- no hair, Calrissian? except for a ponytail. He did betray Han. Yes. I didn't say Landau. <laughs> Orlando <laughs> is the one with the ponytail but bald head. So we have Orlando in this movie, yeah. and we have Orestes. Orestes. That's the actor's name for Nico. That's just weird. The actor name for Orlando is Nils. Do we have an Oliveira, too? Uh, <laughs> no. That's good, because it would have been my brother's full name. Okay. Well, <laughs> what's his address? 
There are so many of those names. <laughs> Charlie has a pretty good line. He goes back to the bank looking all hungover. And he's talking to him about that Tina. Mm-hmm. This is when he walks in late and the boss gives him shit. And he just eats it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I, I'm i late. I'm, I'm just a jerk. <laughs> looking at Googling at girly magazines. The boss walks away. Charlie says, don't forget about her, Stanley. You know, she girls like her, they're always looking for the BBD. I forgot what it said. That hit about. anybody else different when he said it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Bigger, better deal is what he meant. But I feel like you type in BBD online, you're gonna get something different. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that, guys. Don't check for the bigger, better deal online. We get Peggy. She's investigating the mechanic shop, sees his paperwork there for his 89 Civic. She shows up at the bank. She's just weird. I don't like her. I knew her. When I saw her, I'm like, I know you. And they do kind of set her up to be the love interest, but I was like, I know you. Who do I? Where do I know you from? Yeah. I know her from Problem Child. Okay. All She's right, Flo. Yeah. She's the, the wife. Yeah, she did strike a familiar feeling with me too, but I couldn't place it. Yeah. What's crazy is she's in Problem Child 2 as well yeah. as a different character. Her name's <laughs> yeah. Annie in that. Yeah. Wow. That's so weird. I've never heard of a movie doing that. Well, I mean, you yeah. thought the receptionist and Ghostbusters was two different women when we watched it back. And I was like, it's the same one. When we watched, after we did the Ghostbusters episode, we watched Ghostbusters 2 the next day. And I did not recognize her. I'm like, oh, really? they changed her? Damn it. And then at the end, I the whole movie, I'm like, I wish they kept the same actress. And, I was like, and at the end, it plays the credits. Like, oh. It, it was. <laughs> it was totally her with different hair. I can't say I've seen that in movies before. Like an actor playing a different character in a sequel. I've seen it in TV series. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it a lot in TV Because they're like one-off episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like one guest appearance, and then like a year later, they come back into a guest appearance <laughs> as a totally different person. To have the mom in the first movie just be a different lady in the second movie yeah. is weird. <laughs> yep. That was, that was after she put Problem Child up for adoption. <laughs> yeah. Well, she tries to run off with... Uh, that one stand-up comedian that's not very funny, ah, <laughs> Michael what? Richards. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> not very funny. His last, I saw his last thing. It wasn't very funny. Yeah, he was what Kramer <laughs> wasn't his best stuff. Yeah. yeah, he was the psycho killer who breaks out of prison in Problem Child and then shows up. and oh, okay. She tries yeah, to yeah. like leave with I him. Remember that now? They put her in a suitcase, throw her to the pigs. Oh goodness! <laughs> I just remember that whole movie in like a split second. <laughs> that's petrifying. I went to the petting zoo, and we are feeding the pigs with the ice cream cone. They are vicious creatures. You don't want anything <laughs> near your fingers. Yeah, yeah pigs will. They're pig, vicious. Pigs are like the best way to get rid of a body. And you can't trust have, any I mean, farmer that has a pig farm. I'm not speaking don't from trust experience, them. but <laughs> <laughs> they will absolutely devour everything. I believe it. I'm telling you. <laughs> If you know a pig farmer, you stay on that person's good side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a pig farmer that was like a murderer, right? Yeah, there was a couple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do that. <laughs> but bacon's so good, you take that chance, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was also another one that their uh, brother owned a barbecue. And he would cook up live I heard humans about that in one. that one. That was and in feed New York. it to a whole... 
town was like that was cannibals. Yeah, that was happening in New York City. I yeah. remember hearing about that. That was terrifying. In London, there was a there was a lady. She was serving pies, but the meat in it <laughs> it was humans. They, there was a barber shop on top of the of the pie <laughs> like place. Like Sweetie Todd. Weird. <laughs> it was Sweetie Todd. It's just I'm like thinking a movie of Sweetie Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Twas Barella's Miracle Elixir. But there actually is another woman serial killer that did that too. But I just can't think of her name. Most of these movies, they take things from real life. So just think about it. Don't go out and yeah, eat. That's true. <laughs> you take a huge chance of what you're devouring. Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre came from like three different serial killers. Yep. They just combined them into one. Dorian gives him a week to get out of town. Which is too long. Which it should have been that weird. night. weird. Yeah. I remember him cracking Dorian's nose. I, for some reason, I remembered him busting his nose, but I'm thinking I'm I'm seeing him with his nose busted in Pulp Fiction and putting it in this movie. <laughs> I'm surprised he his nose punched are him his... square in the nose in that fight scene. That's what I'm saying. Or with the um... I'm talking about the golf club. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. He cracked something on it. It wasn't like he came out unscathed. Yeah, that it looked golf like club. the tea may have busted the side of his mouth. But I remembered him just cracking him in the nose for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a deleted scene I missed. Yeah. Or an extended version. There is an, uh, another deleted scene after this one where they're shooting at the mask and, and the cops bust in and make them stop. Yeah. And in an extended version of that, Kellaway and Dorian are going back and forth with each other. And Kellaway is like showing no fear. Dorian says something smart and he just punches him in the face. <laughs> and they cut it out because then it feels like you've already had... Nico take the power away from Dorian. Now you're going to have Calloway take the power away from Dorian. So you got to you got to have him have some kind of yeah oomph yeah because right, yeah. I mean even the cops are cartoony, but Dorian, there's nothing cartoony about this fool. No. Oh, and I think Yosemite Sam. I think when he busts in that that mechanic, it should be Yosemite Sam. He's doing with the two. Yeah. It's time for an overhaul. I would think Yosemite Sam. He's doing. Yeah, it could be him. Yeah. Of course, then he goes right back to spinning. That's like his main mode of a transportation. I feel like Industrial Light and Magic really figured out the spin design and really figured out the bouncing design. Like when he's bouncing away from the shotgun in the hallway and jumps out the window. Yeah, yeah. He does the same bounce later on in the Coco Bongo. Yep. They really got those two figured out. Yeah. <laughs> Next scene would be Stanley's dream. Running back the night before his events, but in a more favorable version. where They actually pull up in a Porsche. She walks up, they start kissing, and she just fucking turns his head away and starts licking his ear. I thought that was funny. I feel like that is some of my mornings when I wake up. Yeah. I want to ask Cameron Diaz. I should do it on Twitter. What does Jim Carrey's ear taste like? <laughs> because you straight up lick the inside of his ear. <laughs> yeah. I get it's a dream sequence for the movie, but in order to capture that on camera... I you had to lick the inside of Jim Carrey's ear. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like she had a double. I don't like think she's like one of the more it. willing actresses to do quirky stuff. Like just from something, there's something about Mary. She had that whole scene where she rubbed something in her hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's like down to do the quirky, weird stuff. <laughs> I believe she's retired, right? I don't think she does movies she might anymore. Be. I don't know. I don't remember what exactly the last thing she did was. I think the last thing I saw her in was the Charlie's Angels movies. Mm-hmm. And they've done rebooted that one yeah. six ways to Sunday. <laughs> I can't say I can remember if she's been in anything since then. She doesn't really need to be. I mean, she's, I'm sure she's loaded by now. He wakes up <laughs> from that dream and it's and it's Milo licking his ear. But <laughs> yeah. did you guys catch? Oh, which scene did they film first? 
<laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Cameron got to go after Milo? Wait a minute. <laughs> there was a big upset. And a while ago, it was like, oh, that's a dirty joke they put in the in the movie. Because when he wakes up, there's an open jar of peanut butter with a spoon in it next to his bed. And they're Ooh. like, ew, what is... What does Stanley do with his dog? Wait a minute. And then finally, one of the stagehands was like, no, that was just how we got the dog to lick his ear. We left it in the shot by accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be there. It's a mistake. Yeah. How do you... I thought I saw something smeared on his ear when the dog was licking him. Yeah. So he wakes up from his dream. And what does he do? Puts the mask back on that shouldn't even be there because he threw it out the window. Yeah. Of course. Well, it came back, so it must it must be. Yeah. If you love something, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> He gets ready in the mirror. I love that. It's a fun little montage. He tries his face with the dog. Realizes he has no money. Meanwhile, Dorian and Freeze been setting up this heist of the bank for like a week now. <laughs> They're going to go do their heist finally. They're setting up. Everything ready? Yeah. Dorian calls in. Hey, are you guys there? Yeah, we just pulled up. All right, you're on your own from here. I got to go downstairs. Why did you call? <laughs> and of course, Freeze. The doctor is about to operate. <laughs> Yeah, I remembered that scene differently. They hadn't even gotten the bank. Yeah, they never got Some, the bank. Somehow I remembered them already being in the bank. Oh, really? No, they don't even make it in. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened to my mind, but I I like jumbled that whole scene up. I keep thinking of James with the diehard. <laughs> the quarterback is toast. That's <laughs> yeah. how I feel about Freeze with the doctors about to operate. <laughs> yeah. They get right up to the door. He starts trying to open the door and then bam, busts out the mask with mad money. Like $3 bills float out and he grabs those too. Yep. Sorry, boys. Waste not, what not. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be able to talk with those teeth. That wasn't supposed oh, yeah. to be something yep. that stayed on him the whole movie. It was just supposed to be certain scenes with no he, lines. He took them home with him and practiced. Talking in them, yeah. yeah. Dorian had weird teeth too when he was in the club and he had the mask on. And he was still yeah. talking with him. Not as pronounced, though. Yeah, they, no, they I don't think they were as big, yeah. no. But he, he sounded funny. Does anybody know who plays Dorian in the mask? When he was the mask? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it would be a, a wrestler. I feel like if we looked it up, it's going to be like... Whoever that dude was, his, I mean, the veins in his neck. Neck, yeah. So the cops show up. So what do the guys immediately start doing? Just opening fire on the police. Don't run away. No, just immediately open fire on yeah. the police before they even get out the car. Yeah, that didn't quite make much sense. No. Stanley shows up at the club. Bouncer's like, is your name on the list? No, but perhaps you know my friends. Franklin, Grant, Jackson. It's still saying Peter Green. There's no fucking way, dude. That is not the same guy. No, no, no. He's the only one credited. Yeah, it's bullshit. It don't take a rocket scientist to know that. So as our hero arrives <laughs> at the Coco Bongo, also the goons show up. On one of their busiest nights, bleeding, holding guns, bringing in freeze. He's he's gut shot. It looks like. Yeah. yeah, which makes no sense why they bring him there if they don't want the other guy knowing what they're up to. Right. They do a lot of stuff at the Coco. The Coco Bongo is not a nice club. No. <laughs> like I don't see how that place stayed open. I don't know. It's hun, not I like went... these guys are trying to hide the fact that they're gangsters. Yeah. Man. I don't know, hun. I went one night and they threw a man across <laughs> into the road. <laughs> Then the next night we tried to go out and they started shooting and went to a charity ball they were holding and everybody got shot. <laughs> we're going next week. If it's not fun next week, we're not going to go anymore. <laughs> he gives him that cigarette. Here, suck on that. <laughs> and he dies. Yeah. You guys want to know a dark fact? I'll probably cut out. What? 
the actor Reg E. C- Kathy that played Freeze mm-hmm. yeah. would die 12 years later of lung cancer. Oh, great. Here, suck on this. Dorian saw pissed off. Who did this, man? Yeah. And Sweet Eddie's just like, him. It was him. Bullshit. Yeah. Who did this? No, he buys it. Got dancing with Tina? Yeah, that was just a double reason to go after him. Yeah. He's a dead man. Dorian has some stupid lines in this, but the way he reads them, yeah. they just feel menacing. Yep. Like, Ice this fool. Like, some of the lines he says could be read. They're not good lines. They're yeah. garbage lines. Are they garbage or do people not know how to pull it off the way he did? True that. <laughs> Tina and, and the mask are having their dance. Uh, apparently, the like the dancing stand-ins are when you see the overhead shots of them dancing. Okay. But for most of it, they did learn to dance pretty good. Cool. It's the real intricate stuff that they can't do is when it's a stand-in. Yeah. Orlando shoots at him, breaking it up. Shoots at him sideways. He's holding Tina. They're like leaned over. He's holding her, you know, at the end of the dance. Mm-hmm. And he shoots at him, hits the tie in between the both of them. She falls down. He lets go. and, and But he's holding the gun sideways out. Which like he's not even aiming. Yeah. And he's shooting at Dorian's girlfriend. It's fine. <laughs> She's just another dame. You can you can aim and hold a gun sideways. Okay. You're just looking through the same sights. It's just at a different angle. Did you see how he was holding the gun? Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Would you try that if you didn't want to hit the lady that's right next to him? Nah. Well, I'm not sure he really cared. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shoot my boss's girlfriend. He loves that shit. <laughs> I mean, she already did her purpose. She cased the bank for them. Yeah. She's no longer needed. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did have a thing for her. He l- liked her, but he kind of liked menacing her, too. I feel like guys like that, dames a dozen. Yeah, I'm I'm the type of guy that I, I don't ever get, you know, mixed up with no dame. Yeah. Just a lady? Not even. <laughs> <laughs> then just a shrew? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're shooting at him. He's doing that bouncing thing again. He goes through all those yep. different impressions. Mm-hmm. The Elvis. There was something I saw. I said that director Chuck Russell said he wouldn't. Jim Carrey wouldn't go home until we recorded the Elvis Presley impression. <laughs> that was like his demand. <laughs> That's funny. Which happens to be the most scary looking one he does. That's a scary looking Elvis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> something about the green face and him with all the ridges and. <laughs> yeah. He shoot him. He's dying. He walks over there. <laughs> Orlando grabs him. That's another one that made me laugh because I can tell he is purposely trying to break that actor. Yeah. If you notice the way it goes down, that's not in the script. Yeah, no, really. Yeah. It can't be. I mean, just watching it. He's he's doing the coffin thing, you know, the old yeller, then uh-huh. Scarlet, tell her I do give a damn and all that. And then the last time he coughs, and he keeps turning away and coughing. Mm-hmm. Last time he coughs, he coughs directly in his face. <laughs> yeah. And then he even does the, excuse me. And he's like looking at him. You know he's trying to break him. He's <laughs> yeah. trying to make the actor laugh. I feel like they left it in, but that was him trying to get him to break. And the whole time he's like starting to cry, it looks like. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I yeah. <laughs> cops break in. When the cops come in while they're still shooting. Yeah, he's already like basically split already. Uh-huh. Mask. And the cops show up while they're shooting the bullets, and, and Dorian turns. He's like, "What do you want? Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> you got a warrant this time, or you just bust in my balls? You just fired a handgun. 
I know you have felonies. Several handguns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you emptied the whole club out by threatening them with guns. Yep. <laughs> and this place just opened. Yeah. That was what they say in the beginning. The brand new club just opened. Only the creme de la creme need apply. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they need to go into another business. I like that, though. He's getting patted down. He's just like, easy, Junior. Give me a woody here. <laughs> We're back at the bank again. That's when he actually mouths off to Mr. Dickey. Mm-hmm. He's like got a five o'clock shadow now. He's, the mask is actually seeping into his life. I think he was an hour late to work. Yep. That's the same as stealing. No, because you get docked that hour. Yeah, he don't pay me for that time. It's not the same as stealing. <laughs> Back off, monkey boy. And then there's Charlie to cheer him up. Don't worry. We'll go to the Coco Bongo again. That's all that dude cares about. Does he work for the Coco Bongo? He's like Apparently. one of their promoters. Yeah, he's got to be. <laughs> I love it. I'm there every night. Every night you can get shot at. Building it up to everybody. Yeah. It's great. That's actually the note I wrote. I said, don't worry. We're going to the Coco Bongo again. And then, does this guy work for the Coco Bongo? <laughs> just every time we see him, he's talking about the Coco Bongo. Oh, we talked about Jim Carrey turning down the sequel after they offered him $10 million. Yeah. But you know what happened with that? You remember Nintendo Power Magazine? Oh, yeah. That was a big thing for them. They had a contest, and the winner of the contest was guaranteed a, a non-speaking role in the, yeah. in the Mask 2. You get to meet Jim Carrey, be yep. on set, and have like a, a walk-on role. So that was a crushed dream for that winner. <laughs> well, I mean, you could still meet him, but they ended I mean, up, it wouldn't they, be. They sent him a letter. And the letter said something like, sorry, but it looks like the, the Mass 2 production is going to be postponed indefinitely. It was 10 years later. <laughs> yeah. 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 They sent him a letter. They sent him. But they did send him a jacket that had the logo, like the crew jacket yeah. from, from the Mask 2 that never happened. Right. They also gave him $5,000. That dude still has that jacket. That's probably worth bucks. That's like one of those flawed things. You know? Yeah. Like when they make. Super Bowl winning shirts for, for both teams. There's like a tribe in Africa that <laughs> yeah. it's always the there's like a different timeline where all the other teams won. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't destroy them. They send they them send out and donate yeah. them to their clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those things, those stuff like that always winds up being like like huge money makers for people. Tina shows up at the bank again, tells him, you know, sorry, but I don't think I'll have anything to open the account. And he convinces her to meet him at Landfill Park. Right, yeah. Great, great park. <laughs> yeah. You, the Bring methane <laughs> the methane really lights up nice in the lights at this time of the year. It was a pretty park for the horrible name they picked for it. It was. It's like, I immediately thought about Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to turn that, that one landfill area into a park yeah. the whole series. <laughs> I, I was thinking about <laughs> Hey Arnold. Oh, yeah. But you guys probably didn't see that. No, I know of it, but I never watched it. Yeah. This is where he goes to, to Dr. Freeman's office to try to get answers and tries to put the mask on, but it doesn't work. Right, yeah. I didn't understand that, but I guess, what did they say? It was the dark? Yeah, well, you well, said it was a night god, so maybe it only works at night. Yeah. Or maybe it just didn't want him to be able to use it in that time. I or, feel like that's more like Yeah, it. or Ben Stein sucks so much energy out of a room <laughs> that even magical objects can't work. Yeah. Or maybe maybe the mask was just shy, didn't want to do it in front of people. It just seems seems weird in that whole scene too. Did that did you guys catch that? What's that? He's he more manic. He's stressed, but he doesn't seem that way at the bank before. He seems like, Oh, you really think I don't look good? Like he's not manic. I feel like he's 
compartmentalizing, and that's where he's trying to break down figuring things out. I don't know. It's just that one scene in this movie, he acts different than he does in the rest of the entire movie. Yeah. Not even talking about the him putting the mask on doesn't work, so he does all the crazy stuff. That's funny and weird. Don't know mm-hmm. why he does it. But even before that, he's like out of breath, everything he says. And like, you know who he's acting like to me? Who? He's acting like Chris Farley. Go back yeah. and watch that scene again, and, and but picture him doing a Chris Farley impression, and that's what it feels like. It feels like Chris Farley trying to make his first sale in uh, Tommy Boy. Really? Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. I don't know. I have to watch it again. I didn't really pick up on it like that. No. He tells him to go as himself <clears throat> and the mask. So he shows up at the park, meets Tina. This whole thing feels weird. What was the mask going to do to Tina if the cops didn't show up? Yeah, that's that was where he was doing the Peppy Le Pew thing. Yeah, it's fun. It's Peppy Le Pew. Thank God someone showed up. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's Peppy Le Pew. Thank God the police were there. Yeah. <laughs> Peppy Le Pew has since been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They took him out of the Space Jam movie. Yep. <laughs> Which Space Jam movie, we might as well tell you, we brought it up, but the mask is in it. Oh, yeah. There's photos of Jim Carrey doing the... Because the thing about Space Jam... It kind of has that Ready Player One feel. It's in the trailer. The trailers come out. Yeah. But if you watch the trailer, there is like 400 cameos in it. <laughs> really? It's got Scooby-Doo in the Mystery Machine. It's what if got... Terry actually does it? Well, that's the thing is there's there's footage off the set of him in the green face doing like CGI work. And really? So far, what we know is, is he's going to be in it. Even if you watch the trailer, he's in it. He's in the background in, in <laughs> like cheering in the zoot suit. All right. But the reports are he's supposed to be the referee. Really? But it's CGI, but he's doing the voice. That's cool. Huh. All right. So I don't know. It hasn't come out yet. We'll find out in July. Yeah. It's not necessarily a main role, but... No, but he's doing the mask again. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. You know what I thought was funny? I thought it was weird that he decided he didn't want to do a sequel to this, but then doing a sequel to Ace Ventura was okay. Well, that's when he decided. <laughs> it was after he did oh, the sequel after to Ace that? Ventura. He was uh, upset okay. with it. He said, I don't want to go back and I thought they sequel. offered it to him before that, though. Was it? Wasn't it? Before he had. That? There's even an interview with Leno. He did where he's like, "Yeah, I mean, obviously, I want to tell more stories. There's more stories to tell for Stanley. I'm sure of it." And then after a Nature Calls comes out, he just no. I, he turned it down and said, "I don't want to do sequels." Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's gonna do the Sonic ones, isn't he? Yeah. We're almost thirty years later. People yeah, can change yeah, their minds. Yeah, I, I think he should do a sequel to The Mask. Yeah. Now for sure. Yeah. Use the popularity off of the Sonic movie that came out. He was great in. Yep. He has that line. Our love is like a red, red rose, and I am a little thorny. That's so <laughs> yeah. stupid. Get off of that lady. <laughs> but then immediately, back to greatness. Cuban Pete. Yeah. I think that's the most powerful he is in the movie. That, you yeah. know, we usually get to a certain point where you're like, favorite scene. <laughs> but that Cuban Pete was my favorite that's scene. That's my favorite that's scene. That's mine also. That's all of our favorite scenes. Yeah. It's Cuban Pete. No doubt. Yeah, I have to talk about it. <laughs> He's doing so much in this movie even, too. Even the dance scene before that in the in the club. That's really good. That, that was really good. Yeah, that was him dancing. He Physically, he's yeah. working more than anybody else in this movie. Yep. Even in the, when the police are dancing, everything he's jumping on cop cars. He's swinging from poles. <laughs> he's... Yeah, I love that though. The little Doyle and and Kellaway when they get over the fence. Finally, we didn't even talk about when they apprehend him. Freeze, and he freezes in midair. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Empty in his pocket. Same bit from Oscar. Yep. Same actor from Oscar that was in the bit. <laughs> Pulling everything out of there. What did he pull out? Really big sunglasses. Bike horn. Small mouth bass. Bowling pin. Mouse trap. Rubber chicken. There was another pair of glasses, too. There was a googly eye glasses. Yep, funny eyeball glasses. 
bazooka. And when, they, when he pulls the funny <laughs> eyeball glasses out, he's like, I've never seen those before in my life. Yeah. <laughs> bazooka, I have a permit for that. <laughs> then picture of Kellaway's wife. What? Uh-oh. <laughs> Margaret. That's great. Jeez, what do you I, say? Is this some kind of joke to you? Yeah. Jesus, I thought you'd have a sense of humor. You married her! <laughs> Slaps the hell out of him, takes off. Yep. But yeah, when he physically controls an army of police officers to dance, <laughs> yeah. I think that's him exerting the most power he exerts in the movie. Yep. Even Doyle started dancing when they came out of the club. She was sleeping. No, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, Doyle was, was catching on. The purple light's hurting my eyes, so I'm not trying to look at it's it. Turn it off. There you so go. Much better. What were we talking about? Keeping Pete. Oh. King of the Rumble Beat. Yeah. <laughs> chick, chicky, boom. Chick, chicky, boom. Chick, chicky, boom. The one female cop <laughs> he started dancing with. Yeah, he does like a Jack Sparrow move at her. Do you notice that? He spins around behind her and she's still pointing a gun at nothing now. Yeah. <laughs> but he like slides up and does like the weird Jack Sparrow fingers at her. Yeah. <laughs> and she starts singing. What if that's where Depp got it from? Hey. Maybe. I don't know. It was that same kind of look. <laughs> Depp was in Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm just kidding. Don't now we're just making a weird... <laughs> I like New Line Cinemas. Going back and doing this podcast with you guys, I'm starting to realize that I like a lot of New Line Cinema stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even the bad ones. Suburban Commando. Yeah. yeah. T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not bad ones, but that's all New Line Cinemas. I, yeah. I love these movies. But Warner Brothers has bought them since then. That's why the new Space Jam has the mask in it. Oh, yeah. I think that's like the biggest mistake with these franchises when they when they sell stuff off like that. Like DC, when they sell the rights to Batman to this company. Like yeah. So say they sell Batman to Paramount. Paramount can make Batman movies, but then they sell Batgirl to another company. Yeah, now they can't have stories now, together. Now they can't put them together. That's the biggest mistake they yep. can make. If you're going to buy something from the comic book companies, you need to just buy the whole deal. Yeah, <laughs> or else you end up with this weird Marvel yeah, Disney owns Marvel, but Sony owns Spider Man. Or now, Batman can't show up in a Justice League movie. I mean, wait, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta wait twenty years before they sell it again. So he he runs away from the cops after Callaway starts snapping everybody out of it. He's hiding, and that's when Peggy drives up, tells him to get in the car. Right. That was too yeah. She much basically good helped, helped him escape. Basically, yeah. She just straight up lies. She's like, I saw it. I saw everything. How the Which, fuck did you? Are see the cops anything? a little gun happy. So unhappy in this movie. Strange, Everyone's gun happy. A strange woman shows up in a car to pick this guy up. They're, I mean, he's running in direct line with her. Yeah. And they're just like firing away. Kellaway says not to shoot. Did you catch that? No, he didn't. Did he not? No. I thought he said, hold your fire. And then he started shooting after everybody kept shooting. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember him saying, hold your fire. Maybe I, I, I know he it. started shooting and nobody else was. And then he told them to. Oh, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> and then Toyle, I missed. Back in the fucking car. We all missed. <laughs> yeah. How did that guy make it on the police force? She takes him back to the newspaper printing place. He spills his guts out to her. She's like, You yeah. really are a great guy with or without the mask. You really think so? And that's I mean that that's that turn that no I, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Yeah. Just actually, no. What? <laughs> Dorian comes and then her. What yeah. took you so long? Yeah. Totally sold him out. Got my fifty grand. And then they throw in that little extra at the end. You said you wouldn't hurt him. Shut up, Peggy. You suck. <laughs> That's what's so stupid is they, they cut out her death scene because they thought they might bring her back in the sequel. Oh, really? No yeah. one wants to see her in the sequel. No. no. They're done with her. After that scene? Are you yeah, kidding really. me? But yeah, he, he 
they're, they're torturing St- Stanley to try to get information on how the mask works in the original, like in the one we see in the theaters. Mm-hmm. That bugged me. Yeah. Because she already told him how it worked. Right. Puts it on and turns into the thing. All he, all, all he does is put it on and he turns into it. Yeah. How does it work? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I know she just told you that. <laughs> it's weird because in the extended version when she is killed, he's not so much worried about how it works. What he's worried about is where the money is. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah. what they're holding him for. And then when they don't kill him, they don't kill him because they want him. They're taking with him to make sure the money's there. And they right. want him with him. But she gets thrown into the printer right where he was hanging over. He When he puts the mask on, when Dorian becomes mask yeah. Dorian, he throws her into it. He's like, I'll put you on the front page. And then the paper prints out. And it's a picture of her like flying at the camera. <laughs> and under it says, reporter dies, mysterious freak accident. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's a fun little bit. And they yeah. just took it out. Because we might want to see her again. They should put it back in. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> they give him to the cops. Overtired bit. Yeah, sure. Stanley Epicus is just going to fall in my lap. There he is. Yeah. Well, the dog saw him, too. The dog saw him out the window in the car. Then they he followed the money him. Out of the closet and then yeah. followed him to the, to the jail. Our hero, you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't mess with the dog. Nope. Did you look at the dog's IMDb? I wasn't aware there was one. There is. <laughs> the actor's name is Max. Yeah. And just like a lot of cases in Hollywood, unfortunately, his death is a mystery, according <laughs> to the trivia on IMDb. It is believed he died in the early 2000s just by life expectancy of those dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in jail. We get that scene of him trying to use the toilet paper to clean, doesn't want to sit on the dirty toilet. That made me oh, laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tina shows up. Is it true you really are the mask? Yeah, but don't tell anybody. I may be able to get out of here in 50,000 years. <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, why don't most people just carry a little bottle disinfected in their purse or <laughs> their coat pocket and spray it and wipe it? Because the toilet paper never stays on. And the paper never stays on. It just ends up in the toilet and you still end up touching it. Yeah, I don't do that crap. I look yeah. at the seat. You... If the seat does not pass a visual inspection, I will clean the seat. Uh-huh. I'm not going to try to layer. Makes no <laughs> sense. You go in those bathrooms that have those toilet seat paper dispenser things. Yeah. That doesn't work either. I don't know how that be, works. It's supposed to be shaped like the seat and you just take it. Lay it I mean, doesn't I... work though. No. Like you put it on and by the time you're done, it's in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I need an adult to show me how that works. Yeah. <laughs> I need an adult to come sure in here and help me. find one that doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk out in the middle of a fucking Dollar General or something. Excuse me. <laughs> Can I have an adult come in here and show me how to use the toilet thing? <laughs> Bettina shows up and thanks him. First, she's like, is it true you're the mask? He's like, yeah, that was me. I turned into a loved, crazed maniac. And she's like, thank you for being the only man that ever treated me like a woman and not a party favor. We just watched him slobber all over you and probably almost rape you if the cops didn't show up. Yeah. That park scene was kind of creepy for sure. Her her expression kept changing during that scene. Like one second she's kind of smiling, and then she's kind of like creeped out, then she's yeah. smiling again. <laughs> it was weird. She did not seem like she was into it. No. I like that the police station, it's it's a quick thing. You probably didn't even notice it. I'm just weird. But there's a sign on the, on the side of the door, and it says no graffiti. The idea of putting a sign on your wall that says no graffiti seems so dangerous. <laughs> it's like the exact opposite purpose of what you put that sign up for. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like saying ten thousand dollar fine if we catch you is a better thing to deter somebody from doing it. 
Yeah, then you're then you're kind of just challenging them. Yeah. Now it's <laughs> now it's if I put my name here, no one else is gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I see the ones for five thousand for littering out your window when you're going on the highways, <laughs> and I'm just like, kids, do not throw anything out that window. <laughs> don't do it. I've had stuff go out the window on my car that I did not throw out the window on my car. But if a just, police just officer wind, wanted to be a butthead. Just the wind <laughs> blowing through the window. Yeah. Or like swirl up a plastic bag or something that's on the floor and it flies out the window. Yeah. That's, I mean, is that really littering? It, absolutely. If they pull, yes. Dude, I have turned into like Naruto. You, you can ask Aries. do it. When, when I hear a bag start to crumble, my, my <laughs> like peripheral is on point. I will snatch it without looking at it and crumble it and put it down. I will not let it get out of my car. Because I'm terrified that it's going to blow out the window and yeah. all of a sudden, whoop, whoop. It's a $5,000 fine right there, son. I feel like that would be my luck, too. Yeah, I get mad yeah. at Aries and, and Sylvia because we don't have garbage pickup here. So I bring the bags in the back of a pickup truck to the du- to the place where we can drop off our garbage. Right. So that means, to, oh, I'm done with this McDonald's cup. I'll just throw it in the back of the pickup truck. So I hit 55 miles an hour on the highway, and here goes <laughs> yeah. cups and Gatorade and Dorito bags flying out. <laughs> well. I don't do that. <laughs> I put in a bag. Just unfortunately, we have uh, raccoons here that decide to rip open bags. The raccoons are a new problem. They weren't the problem in the winter. <laughs> no, but that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. <laughs> well, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so she takes off. Immediately gets scooped up by Dorian's goons. Yep. Mm-hmm. It sees out the window, starts yelling at the cop to help. That was right when he was putting the toilet paper on. So yep. now he has to go potty. Yeah. And he's still trying to save her. See how much a good guy he was. Stop to go take his pop. Yeah. <laughs> we got Milo to the rescue. How sad was that when we see Milo there? This is before he was helping him. You just, you can go on. I'm not getting out of here. Go on. Find a nice home. And he just wasn't going to go nowhere. He's going to live in that alleyway next to the window. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's all under the garbage paper. The newspaper's hiding. Yeah. He made himself a little house. Come on, Milo. Come on. Jump. I taught you not to jump, but let's go. <laughs> so they bring him up, bring her up to Dorian. He's like, have a nice chat with the cops. And she tries to play it off. I was trying to see what Stanley told him. And now he's already thinking that she helped Stanley rob the bank instead of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And brings in her suitcase. Yeah. Orlando found the suitcase. That's when he says, he like pins her against the wall. And he's like, boys, pick her out something pretty to wear. We're going out tonight. And I'm just like, like, if I was one of his henchmen, and you're like, boys, pick me out something pretty to wear. the fuck are you talking about? You want me to dress your girlfriend? <laughs> Am I supposed to go buy clothes? or You just go up well, to her apartment. I mean, she's got a whole suitcase right there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I do. Are they, are they known for fashion design? Is that what uh, yeah, they do? Got me. I don't know. <laughs> think you want her to go to that, what, was it a ball or a... Uh... I'm confused why you told your henchmen to dress your girlfriend. <laughs> they didn't, he didn't ask him to dress him. She asked him to pick up something out. Like, he didn't want to go through the thing of picking it out or having her have a chance to go look through in case she had, like, a gun or something in her bag. Okay. That's how I took it. It could be. Yeah. You're doing a <laughs> lot of work for the movie now, though. <laughs> a few assumptions there. Yeah. <laughs> if I was working for a guy and he's like, hey, pick her out something nice to wear. We're going out tonight. What? No, I shoot people. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? 
You're my henchman. You do what I tell yeah. you. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to go work for Craig. Craig never makes me dress nobody up. Craig's in the trunk. I feel like that's the <laughs> least of the things they've asked him to do. I feel like he's probably asked them to bury bodies and put put things underground. Yeah, I feel I mean, like that's henchman dressed. shit. That's henchman shit. I wouldn't say what the fuck to that. I'd be like, that makes perfect sense, boss. That's that henchman <laughs> shit we're doing. I would like, I want the easy stuff to do. Like when Oscar, he just puts up the coats, tells people how to go up. He's no longer having to shoot people. I feel like and that's he, much he, better. And you hated that movie. I did, but it doesn't mean I won't bring it up. It seemed like <laughs> one of his primary jobs was to clean the fish. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Scrubbing the fish. Yeah. Stanley gets out of the cell. He goes to reach for the cop's gun. Cop wakes up. Of course, if you're a cop and a man's reaching for your gun, first thing yeah. you're going to do is not reach for your gun. Yeah, reach for yeah. a billy club across the table. Yeah. He gets knocked out. Immediately, Kellaway walks in. Yep. Yeah, that was kind of a dumb scene, I think. You think so? <clears throat> when he used Kellaway as a hostage to get out? Yeah. How does that work? I, I mean, don't. you're walking through a police station. All he's got to do is, all, all the cop had to do was say, he's got a gun. Yeah. And now all police departments on him. He's walking through the police department with a gun behind his back. Yeah, he's not even pointed like, at Kellaway. Like people that are behind him are suddenly blind. He straight up tells <laughs> Doyle he has a gun. Yeah. Where are you well, going with Ipkiss? In, in Pig Latin, but... Yeah. Oh, I get it. Pig Latin. Have a good one. <laughs> he didn't understand the Pig Latin, though. No. I don't understand Pig Latin. Ipkiss is driving the cop car away. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the driver's seat. <laughs> and and takes the dog with him. Yeah, and the dog. <laughs> yeah, Doyle is pretty much useless. Did you catch what the charity was for that uh, night? I don't remember. I'm sure I heard it, but I don't remember. It's just a big, giant piggy bank hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. And they're stuffing cash in it. That's how a charity works. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it says on it, War Orphan Fund. It's a war orphan charity. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> from what war? That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so Stanley's going to go straight Dirty Harry. He's there. He's got the gun. Yeah. Wish me luck. It's go time. Daddy got to go to work. Doctor's <laughs> about to operate. <laughs> Immediately he gets caught. <laughs> yep. He gives Charlie a gun to have to have him escort people out the back, which is the dumbest thing. Do not give Charlie a gun. <laughs> He's just going to start walking around with the gun sticking out in the middle of the, the air. Just, I'm at the Coco Bongo with the gun. Watch out. Kill him with the gun. Not, not helping at all. That's what he's going to do. We didn't have anyone else he could ask. Of course, Charlie was there. He's not going to be anywhere else. It's every night I'm at the Coco Bongo. He doesn't have a paycheck. <laughs> he probably doesn't he even does. have a little apartment. He has to go there to sleep <clears throat> and probably go to his car. Yeah. He spends so much getting them to let him in and his prostitutes. Yeah, prostitutes you mentioned, and dorm You mentioned money. Dirty Harry. You know Jim Carrey was actually in one of the Dirty Harry movies? No, was he? Says he was in the last, the last of the Dirty... Dirty Harry movie, movies called, I guess, the one that was called The Deadpool. <laughs> there was three, three Dirty Harry movies. He was yeah. in the last one of them. I don't know what role he had. I never, I can't say I remember seeing them or, or heard about it until this. But I've only ever seen the first <clears throat> one, and it's, it's yeah, that was the only one I've seen. Yeah, it is not. I could not tell you exactly what happens in Dirty <laughs> they, Harry. They, they did three of them. Is that the one where he says uh, this is the biggest handgun in the world? The first one, right? He explains yeah, the gun he so, has. Yeah. <laughs> it's the largest caliber handgun in the world. <laughs> Dorian straps a bomb 
to Tina's feet. She's tied around like a palm tree or something in the middle of the casino. Yeah. Because it, oh, well, <laughs> the, the charity's going on, but Nico's running it. Dorian's supposed to be gone. Right. His week is up. Mm-hmm. He shows up full on in the mask and just orders his men to kill Nico's men. Right. Second shoot out <clears throat> of the Coco Bongo. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just like, this is what this place is famous for. <laughs> this is where Nico has the mask and he's already turned. Nico jumps up to shoot at him. He's like, give me your best shot. He shoots him. In the extended version, it's the one joke Dorian has. Yeah. Because he shoots him. They all hit his suit. And in the one we see, he sucks them all up and shoots them back at him. But in, in the extended version, they just see these holes. And he's like, Nico, it's a new suit. And then he sucks them up and spits them out. And I guess they cut that joke out because they didn't want him to have any jokes. Yeah. Yeah, even that was a pretty mild one. Yeah, it was not the laugh out loud, but it was no. like the one time he tried to crack a joke. Yeah. Party's over in 10 minutes, and then he sets the, t- the 10 minutes on the bomb. Right. At that point, there is legitimately 10 minutes left in the movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is there 10 minutes until the bomb blows up, or is there 10 minutes till like the credits roll? 10 minutes till the credits roll. Okay. There's literally 10 minutes left in the movie <laughs> when he says 10 minutes and the party's over. Okay. She's like, wait, she asks if you have any final requests. She just wants one last kiss. And he goes to kiss her all. <laughs> no. And dragon tongue. Yeah. <laughs> the man I once loved. She kisses him, kicks the mask over to. Well, basically just kicks it across she just the wants bar. It yeah, away, yeah. And Milo gets it. Mm-hmm. All the henchmen diving through the air trying to catch it. Yeah. Nobody gets it. Milo gets it. That's when <clears throat> Sweet Eddie grabs Milo's legs. Yeah. Trying to like hold them. It's weird because if you if you watch that back, it tripped me out. I never noticed it ever. I noticed it this one time, and then yeah. and then I read it was a, like a goof. But if you watch it back, Sweet Eddie, the guy with the long blonde hair, is holding his legs. Dog's flipping out, and then he turns back and looks at him. And, but as the camera switches angles, mm-hmm. there's a guy with black hair and a mustache holding the dog. It really? is not the blonde haired henchman. There's like huh. a five second or not even five like like a two second chunk. Where it's just a whole different guy holding them. Wow. <laughs> of course, he puts the mask on and just goes bonkers. I'm sure that the theater went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of the whole movie. Yeah. See the size of his balls? Was not looking down there. Oh, he was peeing on the one guy? I don't know. What was he standing on? A piano or something? I'm just kidding. I didn't look at his balls. I was just, I thought that yeah, would be Well, they were saying. pretty prominent when he was peeing on the you see a stream, a yellow stream hitting this guy in the face, and he looks up, and then the camera pans up to the dog standing on something. I think it was, I think he was standing on a piano, but yeah, with his leg lifted. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley gets into a fist fight with Dorian. Just starts beating the hell out of him. I'm winning! <laughs> Knocked <Yeah>. over. <laughs> Which, seriously, if somebody took those punches, you're winning. It's done. He's not. He's yeah, not, the guy would not have been getting up. Those are unanswered blows. <laughs> yes, that match is over. <laughs> it was just like left and right haymakers over and over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the final punch yeah. knocks him back into the man. If you knock someone in, that's just science. If you knock someone into a slot machine, two things are going to happen. Number one, that man will be knocked out. Yeah. Number two, he you will get money? a jackpot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. absolutely. Okay, it's worth it then. Yeah, every time. Oh, there's one of our tips, boys and girls. You ever find yourself in Vegas, knock somebody out into a slot machine, and you're a big winner. I liked it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Dorian's talking some kind of shit like, I can't wait to be rid of you or something. And, and that's when Stanley says, well, I hope you can enjoy the victory with one friggin' eye. <laughs> yeah. that, I thought that line was something else or from something else. I did not know yeah. that was from this. No, this is a 
only time I can remember seeing it. <laughs> There's so many lines from this that I, I've heard, I, I've always remembered, that it's, I didn't know it was from this. It has to be one of the most quoted movies ever. The Mask? <laughs> yeah. There's so Annoyingly. many, so many one, well. <laughs> like smoking, I've, a lot of kids used to say in school I yeah. hated. I don't know. I I've, heard, I've heard a lot of stuff from this movie. <laughs> yeah. No, that's my point. My point is yeah. that these are all things we've been hearing yeah. that I just forgot it was from this movie because I haven't watched it in 20 like years. They've parodied so much stuff in this movie, too, that you don't know if this movie originated certain things or if it came before it. Right. Because they re added into the movie a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck that word is. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you guys. Maybe you guys know what that is. Is this your handwriting? Yeah. I don't think I could. <laughs> You have worse writing than a doctor. Show Bob that, that last word there. Try to figure out. That's chicken scratch. Those aren't words. That's a word. <laughs> that looks like a word I wrote right before I fell asleep. It's <laughs> like a word you wrote while you were sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what that note was. Nope. Oh, okay. What word is it? No, it's not a word. He doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Could be imbecile. It, could it be. looks like a word that you wrote and then crossed it out with zigzags. It could be immunity, maybe. Electrifying podcast. <laughs> he gets the mask back, eats a couple bullets, saves the day, mm -hmm. eats the bomb. That's a spicy meatball. Which didn't make sense. That's another reference. There was a Alka-Seltzer commercial that that came from. Yeah, it's notorious because the actor had such a hard time saying that's a spicy meatball <laughs> that he had to eat somewhere around like 45 meatballs yeah. to do the takes to make that work. He flushes Dorian. It's the best way to get rid of the villain. <laughs> you flush him down a drain. Yeah. How do you combat a character like that? You don't. You can't. It's <laughs> You're a god. Lose. <laughs> I mean, he Dorian wore the mask. Yeah. He had the mask. So once Ipkiss got it back... You would think, I mean, Dorian just should be like, all right, we're done. Yeah, there's no messing with this guy. No, he picks up a gun, <laughs> I, tries I, to shoot I at him. I felt the power of that mask. I know, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that that would be realistic. <laughs> He's God mode. Maybe yeah. I can get him to kiss me. Maybe Dorian <laughs> should have got him to kiss him. Oh, there you go. I... One last kiss. Always time. <laughs> I think the more power. It would have been a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> The pat the mask gives you the more power with the bigger imagination you have. Kind of like the Green Lantern's ring. Because I feel like Stanley Ipkiss had ten times more power than Dorian had. I think the most power shown. I mean, the this whole movie's guns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does end up with those two giant guns, multiple guns. straight out of the comic book. Like those exact, yeah, that exact gun was in the novel, <clears throat> the graphic novel. Yeah. But when he's controlling the cops during Cuban Pete, that is an army yeah. of men yeah. that he just shut down. It's immediately hypnotized them. Yep. Would you call this a Jekyll and Hyde story? Mm, yeah. Kind of got a somewhat of a vibe to that, yeah. Your innermost desires are just Although Hyde, straight Hyde out. was more evil. Yeah. I think the most wrong thing the mask did was rob the bank. <laughs> Cameron Diaz turned 21 on the set of this one. Yeah. yeah. How do you think that turned out? I'm sure that it... drinking party. Yeah. yeah. What is <laughs> what is Jim Carrey '90s Jim Carrey do for you on your 21st birthday if yeah. he has to be around you? Probably <laughs> almost makes you choke and yeah. kill yourself. Whoa, with, with that BBD? No, oh. with laughter as you're getting drunk. Yeah. 
I'm sure she didn't drink very much that night. I'm sure it was more like laughing and trying to make sure she didn't kill herself from the comedy. (laughs) (laughs) What would she do after this? What was her next movie after this? That Cameron Diaz? I don't think she ever did anything again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I think instead of doing The Son of the Mask with... If you didn't have Jim Carrey, if Jim Carrey told you when you wanted to do Mask 2, when it was time, if he told you, I'm not doing the sequel, Mm -hmm. then you go back to the comic book and you make Kellaway, the same actor, Peter Rigert, Mm -hmm. the mask. Because that's what they did in the comic book. Yeah, Yeah, that would make more sense. But they were probably thinking how good it went as a comedy to stay that way. But it didn't work very well. Yeah. Because, I mean, every single mask that gets put in doesn't have to be anything like the previous. Yeah. So I mean, Dorian had ending. hair. Yeah. When he turns into the mask, he has a full head of hair. When Stanley turns into the mask, he's bald. What are the rules there? <laughs> There's no rules. It's just how you see yourself. <laughs> it's just out back steakhouse. No rules, just right. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Ghost Rider, right? That one had a switching of characters they could have done. Didn't they have... St- the character can switch depending on who it is because we're thinking the crow. Oh, okay, yeah, like you said, yeah, like the way the crow was. The crow, the the crow went to different people, not just Eric. Yeah, I was thinking Ghost Rider did that too, but I guess not. <clears throat> no, it's a similar. It's it's all kind of. You're not wrong. There's the same feel in all this because. Ghost Rider is, makes the deal with the devil, and there's a writer before him. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. no character has to stay in a certain genre. Right. It, they can switch every single time yeah. they want it to. That was my point. No, there's <laughs> there's a there's a through line through all the things you said. <laughs> it just took me a while to, to Get catch there. my footing on the path. <laughs> See, I'm definitely watching Space Jam too. Yeah, yeah, that one seems like awesome. Even if it is just a stand-in cameo, you know, he doesn't have a, a line, whatever. Just the fact that they have so many cameos. Well, if he's going to be the referee, I'm sure he's going to have something. To that's say. the rumor. <laughs> that's the that's the rumor right now. Yeah. It's not official. We don't know. Right. Listen, my favorite movies are like Cool City, Roger Rabbit. I like it when anime meets reality like yeah. those are my favorite movies and there's not a lot of them this one's weird this one when when they go to toon world lebron james turns into a cartoon hey. oh, yeah. when they go to a world where he's going to be a human the looney tunes look like like the way they did sonic oh, like yeah. they don't look like their cartoon selves they look like 3d image like 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 the pokemon movie uh pikachu okay. detective mm-hmm. <laughs> looks like that i haven't seen that one that That's one's cool <clears throat> was it? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to talk it up like I did Sonic, and then you're going to be like, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, you had me all amped up for Sonic, and then I went I was just so it excited. Was like, well. It's like our 90s Jim Carrey back. That's what yeah, had me hyped. Yeah. And Sonic's funny. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It was like a whole decade where he just kind of did oh, oddball stuff outside of his wheelhouse. If- yeah. Did Probably you watch Burt Wonderstone? I did, yeah. He's in that That was kind of weird. Yeah. Like who wants to get stuck in the same? I like I liked that movie and I hated it at the same time. I I, I mean I had mixed feelings about that movie. <laughs> it wasn't. It was a comedy that was like I rank it right up there with Airheads. Yeah, like it's a comedy. <laughs> I remember it existed, but I don't need to watch yeah. it again. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you guys remember a Space Ghost interview immediately after the credits? No, what? no, I do because the tape I had when the credits ended. It went right into a Space Ghost Coast to Coast interview where he's interviewing the mask. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Straight from like Adult <clears throat> Swim. I never saw that. 
I didn't really expect there to be anything after the credits. I didn't. I don't think I watched them to the end. They have a special thanks to Harold Ramis in the credits, and I really? searched all day trying to figure out what he did with the film or what he was he a producer? Did he have any yeah. kind of writing credit? Nothing. Could not <laughs> find anything he has to do with this movie. <laughs> other than the fact that they use the same fire department. Maybe just like a consultant or something. Maybe. Just that special thanks. Doesn't say what for. <laughs> yep. Special thanks to Harold Ramis. So the budget for this one was twenty three million dollars. They made $23.1 million opening weekend. That seems low. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Budget-wise, it seems low. Yeah, I mean, they, they did Ghostbusters <clears throat> for 30. And Kerry saved them a lot of money in special effects. They also <laughs> saved a lot of money on there's no one else in that city. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not a lot of extras. Always filming at night yep. so that you can light it perfectly and not have to worry about it. Mm. Well, he's a night god, so. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> Convenient and true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it grossed $351 million. Yeah. I wonder if that did better than the Pet Detective movie. No. No? No. It's not as big a hit as Ace Ventura. Really? I would have thought it had been bigger. I mean, there's a lot I of like... I liked it better. I don't know. There's a lot of what I guess you'd like call slapstick stuff in Ace Ventura, but it wasn't... Yeah. Like, there was more acting in this than there was that. Dumb and Dumber <laughs> did the... The most, I believe, out, really? of, out of those four that he got, like well, back I, to back I would to back imagine to back. the ones toward the end of that era would do the best because he's building himself up to those movies. Yeah, I mean, gross wise, not like how much he got paid, but right, like, right, right. The movie, like Cable Guy, did sixty million. Well, that's what I'm saying. His popularity was getting bigger. Yeah, but then Cable Guy, Cable Guy did yeah. sixty million. <laughs> but that's because he stepped away from his normal. He was the, and I also think it was Matthew fucking boring. Yeah, <laughs> I think the fact that the lead was Matthew Broderick didn't help. Yeah, that's true. Only thing I can say I really liked him in was was Paris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. He was good in that, but it was kind of that was one of those movies where he broke the fourth wall too. Mrs. Peenman, the actress's name is uh, Nancy Fish. She was in a movie called Doctor Giggles in '92, and that was another dark horse IP. She was also in Death Becomes Her hmm. and Howard the Duck. <laughs> she was in Howard the Duck. She was homeless bag lady. Great. <laughs> so we didn't really talk about Richard Jenny. You know, Charlie talked about how much he sucked. Yeah. But he was a pretty big comedian when this came out. Yeah. He had a yeah. few stand-up specials out. He ended up having a sitcom like all the comedians did in the 90s. It was called Mr. Plat or Platypus Man. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. I, I don't think I watched a lot of it. I remember seeing like a few episodes. Yeah. Comedy Central ranked him, ranked him 57 in their 100 greatest stand-ups of all time. Yeah. And then in 2007, him and his girlfriend woke up talked about what they were going to have for breakfast, and she went downstairs and heard a gunshot, came upstairs, and he had shot himself in the head. Wow. That sounds horrible. Yeah. The family said that he had a history of mental illness. They're sure it's a suicide. Really? He was dealing with schizophrenia, all kinds of different... And it, it's sad, because he's funny. I mean, I, yeah. I was watching a little bit of a stand-up. It's, it's older stand-up, but it's not yeah. bad stand-up. Yeah, and I don't think he was necessarily bad in this movie. I don't think he had the best lines. His character annoyed yeah. the shit out of me. Yeah, I don't yeah. mean Richard Jenny's a bad actor. I'm no, sure no, he's no, doing yeah. great things he was somewhere else. supposed to have annoying characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was supposed to be like that. It right. Designed to be to bug you. <laughs> Freeze, Reggie Kathy, he was also in Tank Girl. Yeah. Which another dark horse. Yeah. That was what, Cindy Lauper? Tank Girl? Was it? I don't know who played the main girl. I, I haven't seen it in so long. I know she's got pink hair. Yeah, I think that was her in that. <laughs> Red hair. He's also in What About Bob? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was uh, Tom, what, Tom Green? Oh, no, that wasn't the Tom Green one. No. That's Bob the Butler. I don't think I've seen that. That's a Tom Green movie, Bob the Butler. Yeah. I've never even heard of that one. I haven't heard of anything you've said in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> what about Bob? <laughs> what about Bob was Richard Dreyfuss no. and, and Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That, that, that was a good movie. Oh, we should watch What About Bob. Yeah. That was good. That was a funny movie. So they all leave the club, right? And they're on, I don't know if it's the same bridge or not where he found the mask. It probably is. I think it is. It looks like it. But he throws the mask into the water. Immediately. Milo's in there. Milo and and his bank buddy both jump in the water yeah. going after mask. And Milo's swimming away with the mask. Right, right. And then credit roll. Yep. So they didn't even get rid of it. No, they set up the sequel. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I guess the original ending had Charlie put in the mask. Even on. if the dog took it and buried it somewhere and went back for it later, now the dog's the sequel. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> how I would get rid of that mask. Yeah. Oh, this thing makes you an all-powerful god that can do whatever you want when you put it on? And it's made of wood that floats in water? Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to toss this out in the busiest pier in Edge yeah. City. Let's throw this in the river. Yeah. Brilliant. God, imagine some weird animal picked it up. Like a rat or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That would be funny. Shark swimming through the river. All right, dude. Come on. <laughs> You're lucky. No I saw, reason to be gory about it. I saw a shark shower curtain. I was like, I want to get that so bad. But I thought you would kill me. I saw something you'd probably like. It's uh, bath mats that when you step on them with wet feet, it looks, blood. Like, looks, it looks like blood. Yeah, oh, God, I yeah. do want that one. I've seen that one. I want it with the shark thing now. Yeah. <laughs> What? I don't know why we need sharks. <laughs> I feel like it's perfect. So, we know our favorite scene. Spoiler alert, it was Cuban Pete. Yeah. <laughs> if we had to rate this one, or I guess we could pick our least favorites. I'm going to say when he's in the office with Ben Stein. That's my <clears throat> least favorite. I love yeah. him pretending it's working, but the whole scene doesn't They were belong. trying to do a little explaining of the history of it, the mask, but Which, they didn't really get to it. They had it. Yeah, with Leif Erikson in the beginning dropping yeah, the mask yeah. off and saying this is Loki's mask you're trapped in this box he says the whole shit yeah I wonder if they left the Viking scene in if they wouldn't have had the Ben Stein scene I wouldn't mind the Ben Stein on the TV scene I like him being yeah. in the mirror like <laughs> that's funny I don't need him going to his office and acting different than he acted the whole movie yeah just so we can learn nothing and then he goes to the date yeah just have him go to the date that was the same scene I hated. He already knew what he was doing when he set it up. Oh, I know. He did the whole like Clark Kent or, or Peter Parker knows Spider-Man. Clark Kent knows Superman. Yeah. I know the guy. You want to meet him? Say Landfill Park? You <laughs> knew what you were going to do. That was all set up. Yep. So that's my least favorite. You guys have a least favorite? That was my least favorite. I said it at the beginning of the show. No, your least favorite can't be my least favorite. I already took <laughs> well, it at our, the beginning our favorites of the are All of our favorites is the same. Yeah, but... <laughs> Damn it. All right, Bob, what's your least favorite? <laughs> My least favorite was the creepy scene in the park. The Happy Le Pew stuff? Yeah. I know, It was just man. too much. And, and remembering it, half I remember the, it, I thought that was hilarious. Half of the creepy stuff he said she was, like, smiling to, which kind of weirded me out. Yeah, and she kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That whole scene was just awkward. The metaphors don't hide what you're saying as well as you think it does. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to divide and conquer. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, that whole scene was very awkward and creepy. It reminded me very much of the Peter Bankman scene in the bedroom with Sigourney yeah. from Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. Harvey Weinstein had a writing credit. <laughs> yeah. There's a he finds a mask. 
No plants are safe. <laughs> I'm going to rate this one, and I'm rating it off of Jim Carrey movies. Because I don't know how else you rate a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. Unless we're talking about, like we said, like the Sunshine of the Inspire. There's nobody else out there like him. Yeah. That acts like him. That, that can do the physical comedy stuff he does. It's still my favorite because of visually how the movie looks and sounds. The soundtrack is amazing. The, you, the music's great to this day. Right. The visuals, it, it looks great. It looks like you're watching a half-man, half-cartoon. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, certain types of music like that I think are like timeless. So, those, those kind of things just sound good. Forever. Yeah. And they weren't <laughs> in... They weren't like in the moment then either. It wasn't yeah, no. like in 1994 we were listening to that. No, that was stuff from what... what? 50 years before that. Yeah, <laughs> Swingers brought it back yeah. later on, but I think The Mask was the first one to bring it back. Yeah. But I'm going to go six. Yeah. As a Jim Carrey movie, I don't know that it's as funny as Ace Ventura. I think the story's better. The acting's better. Visually, it's it's funner to watch. Yeah. But Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber are funnier. Uh, you know, I'm going to go seven. Seven. Seven for me. I feel like that's the cop-out vote every time. We always go with a seven because it feels so safe. Yeah, I think I'm at eight. As far as Jim Carrey movies... Well, no, shit. I think probably higher than that. As far as Jim Carrey movies go, that's one of my favorite ones. Damn, man. I'm somewhere between eight and nine. I'll, I'll go eight and a half. Because we got Liar Liar. Liar Liar was good. But this, I think this was more entertaining. Yeah. It's great. It's a superhero movie. It's the only thing we have that's a Jim Carrey superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna split it eight and a half. Okay. So I'm not gonna read down Jim Carrey movies because that's just ridiculous. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Jim Carrey movies the way you guys do. That's true. So it would be very like not so do you fair. just just in the realm of comedy. So I'm rating it on my idea of where this stands. So I'm putting it in with like Cool World, Space Jam, Roger Rabbit, Roller Coaster Rabbit, Tummy, oh, Howard the Duck, Monkey Bones, and so Sonic like, and Page Master. So like comic slash real world movies. Yeah. yeah that has its own category because it doesn't have a huge one. I don't think Howard the Duck belongs in that category. Well, maybe not exactly. There's nothing animated in that one. Yeah, but... Every other one example you've given, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, and it's better than all those movies you just said. Yes. <laughs> so it's getting a nine. Nice. Yeah. So that's how I'm rating this. <laughs> Can't argue with that at all. Because if you're doing off of that, every movie you listed there, it's better than. Even if we left Howard Duck in, it's better than all those <laughs> yeah. movies. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And it brings me to my favorite era of songs, because that's me. You have my... My husband has a song list that's just oldies around the yeah. 50s and 40s. And that's my genre. <laughs> it, it, was, it started out, it was a playlist I made on Spotify of all the songs Sylvia had said. You know what song I liked and I can never find it? And she'll start saying like the words and I have to search and find it. And yeah. it ended up having like 12, 13 songs on it <clears throat> from the ones she had said, like Great Balls of Fire, all mm-hmm. these. Oh, yeah. And then on Spotify, if you look at the bottom, it starts suggesting you songs that you might like Seen as the ones that are in the list, based on what you're. And now the list has grown to like thirty songs, (laughs) so I can put on a whole playlist and just watch her giggle in the truck the whole time. (laughs) Well, we had our opinion on the movie, and we are interested in yours. You can hit us up on Insta, Movies Against. We have our email, moviesagainsttime at gmail dot com. Always open. Let us know if we missed anything, something that we may be absolutely wrong about. Maybe this is the worst Jim Carrey movie. And if you feel that, Ray, your opinion matters to someone. 
If you have a movie you think none of us have watched and you would like our intake, please send us a message. We would oh, yeah. love to have some ideas. How many times do we ourselves think about it later on? Like, oh, you know what? Why didn't we do this movie then? Why yeah. are we doing this movie now? We should have done this movie. Like, when I picked the mask, I'm like, how did we not do the mask yet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is something we could have been told to do three months ago and got it done. There's such a giant pool of movies to sort yeah. through to figure out what to pick. So many. Every time I have a... It's, every time it's my pick, I'm, like, lost. I know, me too. Movies. <laughs> we usually... We, we have it set up so that we have two weeks yeah. to watch the movie, research the movie, take our notes all separately. Right. Two weeks. Plan all the time in the world. Yeah. We can get it done on it. But every time it's one of our turns to pick, it's like Wednesday of the last week. Oh, I pick uh, <laughs> Super Troopers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Great, man. Thanks, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Whose pick is next? Yeah, that's me. Ooh, we'll find out next Thursday.